What's good, what's good, what's good? Here we are on another episode of Compuros Compas Podcast. Compa Carlos Rodriguez. Y su compa El Bardo. ¿Cómo anda, compa? Ah, andamos, andamos bien, compa. Yeah. And you know what? How's Today, this? Today's episode might be a little... We little, empezamos. A little slurish. That's yeah, why. The slur for sure. That's why. I and don't then, know. Uh, but it's hitting the right spot because of this uh, little cold weather we got this it week. It sure is. I, I ain't even lying. I'm sweating a little bit. Already. Already. Maybe it's the shrooms you ate. No, no? I, I have none yet. Um, I'm going to wait till a little bit later. We want to thank everybody who's listening. Uh, shout out to our boy Jose Cermeño, who's actually yes, back. Sir. He's back. We he's missed back him. better than ever. On fucking Monday. He's, he's blaming it on us that yeah. we didn't tell him about it, the schedule. But anyway. Was, we sent that schedule like five times. Fuck so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what um, talking about. But. but shout out to everybody who's listening because these are these uh, final episodes that's yes. audio only. Yes. So for that reason... We're actually going to have to, for sure... We're on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> We're on a diet for the visual because it, it adds 10 pounds or whatever fuck. the fuck it is. And, and then for that reason as well, we're going to um, bring back our guest today. We're going to have to bring him back so he can uh, show off his... Um, his six-pack. What's the sport that he's doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pickleball. Pickleball. Some his pickleball, like that. pickleball Look that body. shit up because I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a big shout out, man. We want to say what's up to our boy who came through today, David Suarez. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you Hell guys for yeah. having me, man. Come on, how's it going? Good. And thank you for the tequila, bro. Oh, no. It's a pleasure, man. I like trying new bottles. I haven't tried this one yet. I told Bart. This dude brought us que las lágrimas de la llorona. <laughs> las tres, Something like that. Is it las tres lágrimas? Or what is it? Uh, tears of la llorona. Tears, tears of la llorona. Yeah. I had told Bart. I'm like, hey, man, David just texted me. He said he's never cracked open this bottle, yeah. so uh, that sounds like we're about to have some fun yeah. tonight. Yeah, man. fuck, it's good, man. It is good. I mean, it we're not. We're, I'm not a tequila like um, expert per se, but the process that you told me for this particular tequila is a little bit insane for me. It's different. That's why it is what it is. I mean, it's tough to get, but you know, a lot of people drink tequila blanco, neat. You know, like simple. This guy. Five year aged in three different barrels. Then he blends it. Then That's he crazy. then he buys. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's different. So if you like whiskey scotch, so it's a total of five years though, and he yeah. just mixes it up yeah. those five so, years. Right. So each barrel separates a scotch barrel, a whiskey bourbon barrel, and I think the other the last one I, I, I forgot. But then he oh a sherry a sherry cask, which is what they do a lot of scotches into. Mm-hmm. They'll blend them or for, they'll, they'll put them separate. Then they put them all together, bottle it. And it's crazy. It's a very unique tequila, but it's definitely for people that are bourbon drinkers. Because you know, tequila. It's there's so many varieties of it now. Especially now, they're doing some crazy stuff to it. But it's unique. I've never tried it. I've had it in my shelf for like a year now. Wow. And I'm like, and actually, you see, it's numbered 422. So oh shit. Yes. So I yeah. What number is it? 420. Wow. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was for meant, you guys. To be. Yeah. meant to be. <laughs> wow. Well, that's cheers insane. to that. Cheers to I'm that. That's for sure. Fucking drink. This is. I, I, I'm just like savoring right it. Like I don't. You know, the very first time when we had uh, uh Dave and his brother, uh, Papi Eric, uh, yo como yo como un pinche ignorante. Like they gave me a, a drink, and I'm like, dad, I fucking <laughs> downed it, and they're yeah. looking at me like, nah, bro. <laughs> I stopped. So I like, stopped myself right now when we poured the first one, compa. I grabbed that shit. Es que no estaba acostumbrado. Yeah, pensaba que andaba en el pinche patrón otra vez, taking a fucking shot. No, but it definitely is some good fucking tequila. No, and it's unique. Flavors like crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, that's you know, it's it's fun to try new stuff. And this guy's a legit. His name's Gerardo Gonzalez, the the master distiller. Yeah, Damn. shout out to him all the way in in Jalisco. But he's yeah. an OG tequila maker, so it's 
I enjoy trying to do stuff out. Now, so. does does he come, or is this like one of those big, like, salsa? Kinda? No. No, he's just yeah. himself. Yeah, he just makes, and I'm pretty sure he just makes this one. So a lot of people, when you make tequila, okay. you make your blanco, because it's the same right. liquid, you just, how you barrel it and how long you barrel it for. Uh-huh. From what I understand, and I've, like I said, I did like an hour of research on this thing on YouTube. <laughs> it sounds like he just makes this. So he uses all of the agaves. He gets them from the highlands. He's distilling in Tequila Jalisco, which is the lowlands. And then he just makes this. And I don't, they're numbered and they're, he's got, I don't know enough about it. All right. I know is that it was really hard to get. And I'm like, well, shit, I have to try it before the year's out. So, there you go. wow. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, man. No, it's yeah, a pleasure, man. Sure. Um, I probably would have never tried this. Well, I had, yeah. yeah, 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 same. I mean, I had, when he told me, well, the brand, I'm like, all right. And then, like, I love the bottle. I mean, the bottle's kind of like, Rustic and it's got the little pop up, pop up yeah. in, the, in, the, in the top. What was the beer that had that pop top? Maybe it's it that like green beer, no? Colch, Croach, Croach, Cloach. Yeah, yeah. Like I, remember, I like those pop bottles. Yeah, it the, seals it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's a green bottle. One, the one, the. Yeah, I forget what the. It starts with a G, doesn't it? I think it's Colch. Yeah, actually, yeah. I remember drinking it back in the day. Yeah. Um, as far as tequila goes, I wanted to bring something up to you, and I fucked up because I should have brought it up before we started, just so I. I know not to mess things up, but I know that when we first talked at the Guac Pod, mm-hmm. we had talked a little bit, we skimmed a little bit over tequila, um, and we skimmed a little bit about Clase Azul. Is that what that one's name? The one with like the big, beautiful the ceramic bottle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember that you guys had said that it's not the greatest, per se, that they just did yeah. a whole design, new design, and yeah. it became popular, the little fucking bell on the top right. and everything. Um, is that really, I mean... Is it a matter of opinion? Like, and I'm only bringing this up because I did a little uh, sit down as well. I don't know if you've seen it with Omar Ramos. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and he's such a huge fan of it, and I kind of loves tried, it. Yeah, and like, he was a great customer when when Tequileria was open. Yeah, uh, he was a great customer, huge tequila fan. Um, oh yeah, and he yeah, that was his favorite. He killed he, the bottle yeah. on his own. Yeah, man. No, I was like, he's a great guy, oh, yeah. good voice, man, and he does sports yeah. too, right? He does the Bulls. He games. does like all the Chicago yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Spanish. Awesome. Yeah, and he was a big fan. I kind of told him like. Yeah, I don't know if that bottle's that good, man. You know, it's it's really different strokes for different folks. Yeah. People, you know, there's everyone likes something different. In my opinion, I've I'm, we're from Jalisco. I think Omar might be from Jalisco too. It's just what how I think it has He's a lot to do like the yeah. first time you have it, the ambiance you were in, the environment you're in. If you're if you're with your buddies, you're having a good time. You crack the bottle, it's gonna taste fucking great because you're right. with your, your your guys. Yeah. Yep. I saw that bottle grow from an airport tequila. So we'd go travel to Mexico. You can only buy it at the airport. Right. And, and what do American culture gringos do. You see a beautiful bottle, that's the one I want to put on my bar. Right. And that's how it started. And then they've changed the juice inside of it like multiple times. I'm not saying it's a bad tequila. It's a sweet tequila. Right. And so a lot of the stuff that I... I shouldn't talk shit about other tequila brands. They're all good, but... I've had almost all of them, so right. I'm now I'm picky. Now I don't want people that do additives or add coloring. Uh, you know, te pones un poco más mamón, I guess. When, the more tequilas you have, or like you guys with your, you know, you guys like smoking. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys, you know, don't we want have to favorite, smoke. Favorite, favorite right? strains. Sure. Strains, yeah. So it and now it's taking on a life of its own. You know, now Clas Azul, you see that in the back of the bar. That's the one you want because it's a status thing too, like mm-hmm. 1942. It's yep, a status right. thing. Yeah. The juice is good. I'll drink it. Now, if I'm going to buy something, I'd rather buy something made by an actual family from Jalisco or an actual non-celebrity. You know, yeah. I've tried the Michael Jordan brand. The, the Rock is like, we love The Rock. We try his stuff. But I try to support. You know, so you're from, not going to get the Ky- Kylie Jenner one. 
Kendall, Kendall, don't or mess Kendall. up the Kardashians. My wife would kill me if I didn't correct you there. Oh, it is Kendall. <laughs> Kendall, yeah. Kylie's Travis Scott, right? Correct, yeah. Kendall is Ben Simmons' bum ass. No, I think not Ben Simmons anymore. It's uh, Devin Booker, I think. It's oh, funny. shit. It's, I, think, it's, I think it's like every year it's That's just like a ben new... Ben Simmons has been sucking. Well, I know he's not he's, playing, right? Dude, they just have him on the bench. Did you? He's heartbroken. I, I did see this article that, that said Ben Simmons contemplating coming back because he's going bankrupt. I saw that too, but you know, I think that it's a lot of the stuff's media driven. I think to try to push him to come to play, come to, back, right? To come back and miss yeah. shots. Yeah, he's he's tr- he's a horrible shooter. Oh my god! But look what happened with Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Lonzo Ball, the first two years, man, his shot was horrible. I love the way we're. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, we'll talk about the Bulls. No, I'm no, we'll f- talk I'm, about yeah. sports. I know you're oh. a huge sports guy, man. Love sports, I man. Like the way we segmented into it. No, yeah, yeah, tequila sports. I, yeah, I, it all goes great hand, mix, hand in hand. What's that? A great mix. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's and now. I mean, watching them play is like so fucking fun. They're exciting. They're throwing alley oops. That guy, the kid from Illinois, uh, Ayo, he's yeah, from Chicago. Man. Yeah. It had I think been, he's from Morgan Park, I think. It had been a long time since the Bulls were exciting to watch, man. Unbelievably it, we exciting. Had, we had Unbelievably long time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was like double digits in the years, I think, as far as how, how far. So yeah, I used that, to live in Oak Park. I, would, I had season tickets to the Bulls. I had like nosebleeds. Okay. Because I'm like, fuck it, I'm doing it. My wife's like, this is a bad idea. I'm like, I don't care. I went to like every. <laughs> I, I went to every game when the Rose Butler, Noah, Joke, yeah. And then the two years that he, you know, fucked Messed up, up his, his knee, knee. It was yeah. such a bummer. Yeah. And it was it was so exciting to see a Chicago product like lead oh, be, win the yeah. MVP. Yeah. So yeah, love the Bulls and love drinking tequila, watching them and and all that. But it's it's an exciting year. But Lonzo's shot. They recreated his entire shot, yeah. and now he's fucking playing. I mean, he's so good. I got to admit, I was not a big Lonzo guy. When, oh, we got Lonzo, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. The dad, <laughs> yeah. the dad giving bad vibes, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, but look at what, but. Big baller brand. All three kids are going to be, all three kids are in the NBA. Yeah. So I mean, you got to give it up to that, right? Yeah. I mean, props to that for sure. And Le Bajo. Yeah. You know, I like. Think he, I, somebody had to tell him. For sure. Yeah. But, you know, also, he, you know, I think. If someone's like, "Hey, you're not the celebrity here. Your kids are all going to make a hundred million dollars. Just sit in the sit in the just background." The and, yeah, yeah. But for sure, I mean, something. They, they all seem like nice guys. Yeah, and they're killing it. I mean, the other brother that plays out east for Charlotte? the Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Lamelo so, is that yeah. Really good? Yeah. And then is there a younger guy? Leangelo. Is he like overseas or something? I think he got signed to the Charlotte for to the Hornets for like a 15 day contract a couple yeah. weeks ago. But he got let go. I think. Yeah, like day he, one I don't or think he. Yeah. Like that. That's got to suck to be they that brother, won. right? Like That's the other gotta, two brothers are yeah. like legit. It's like, like Jordan's kids. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. Or I Walter mean, Payton's son, too. Walter Jay- Payton. He was, he a, was decent in Miami. Yeah. Miami. yeah. But like, did he make it to the league? I don't know if he, if he did. He didn't. He never got yeah. any playing time. Yeah. Yeah. So so the whole the whole uh, the whole sports the whole Chicago Bulls coming up. Uh, you're a big Bears guy or no? Huge. Yeah. Huge Bears fan. I'm a, you know, I'm a Chicago fan. Are you a fan. Chicago fan? Yeah. You know, so I got Both t- Cubs and Sox, man? No. That's what probably, are you towards? I, I was cheering for the Sox this year, but, you know, my mom, when she moved to Illinois, like in the, the 70s, yeah. my grandfather, heard all of them became Cubs fans. So they'd go to Wrigley. You know, they're from Nuevo Leon, and in Nuevo Leon, baseball's huge. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had an uncle playing the Little League World Series when he, oh, in like the oh, six. Shit. Yeah. So we grew up, like, loving baseball. So they took us to the Cubs games first, and then you become a fan yeah. of whatever the you remember game. as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but yeah, but overall, we lo- like Eric. My dad loves sports. Um, we're just a big sports family. We played sports. I played sport. You know, in a high school, we won a state championship. Nice. So yeah, it's I watch sports, play sports. Not 
not very cool sports anymore because I'm getting old and scared of tearing my knees pickleball. up. The knees pickleball. Are... Yeah, <laughs> that is. Yeah. Now Look they're... it up, guys. Look it up. Yeah, Dave, Dave go, is go, like yeah. all sectional right now. Pickleball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's good to get out and sweat and work out. Yeah, even for, sure. for your your health, yeah. your mental yeah. health too. Like just clearing your brain, man. Sweating it out. Uh, you know, everyone's going. You know, goes through stuff, especially during COVID and the ever changing. Yeah shit of every day of you know the stuff that's happening so it's good to get a nice workout in and i've i found this sport that makes me sweat and not too popular or i get roasted <laughs> by my buddies for playing it because well you're you gonna play. make it popular man you know it's a it's a fun sport anybody yeah. can play it's the fastest growing sport in the world there See? you go yeah no Fuck. straight up i'm in no Sign it's me good up. yeah <laughs> so yeah we are yeah. very competitive ourselves but my right shoulder's fucked up so i can't well, I, I won't yeah. be able that's to that's what happened when you get the covid shot yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got the booster. Oh no, I haven't gotten the booster yet. I'm going but, tomorrow. But when I oh, you going to for your booster? Yeah, for my booster. Yeah. yeah. God damn, it's weird times, man. But yeah, the whole I've been reading so many articles about you know how to deal with uh, you know not anxiety because of the COVID especially, and you know the number one thing is workout. You know, yeah. just go work out, clear your mind, do some cardio, do yeah. something. You know, do yeah. something that that helps out. And for me, you know, I like meeting people and talking to people and. You know, it's a whole different network of people to meet. And I don't do it for that reason, but you just meet all these cool people, too, with anything. You know, I go out a lot. We, we go out to bars with my buddies or my wife or my, my father-in-law and I go out a lot. And I'll just talk to anybody because I like shooting the shit. Yeah. You know, when you work hard, like everybody in our team does, like it's good to just go disconnect and talk about tequila or fucking the Bulls. So, the Bears uh, suck. Yeah. I, yeah, the bear, <laughs> yeah. At least Fields is playing this weekend. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's starting because Dalton's. I think he's hurt for some reason. Well, how do you feel about the Bears, man? Let me pick your brain on that very quickly here. Like, honestly, do you think it's a, it's a, it's an ownership issue, man? Okay, that's what it's I was an going. ownership issue. You know, they don't want to let go of the team. It's we got to go in a different direction. The owner, you know, she's like ninety something years old. Ah, tell me about it, man. You yeah. know, they everything that gets put out in the media, they were going to fire the coach, and they're not going to fire. It just feels like it's like a cluster fuck. Yeah, it makes everything, dampens the mood. Yeah, you know, and we're, you know, then Nagy comes out talking about not starting Justin Fields. And yeah, we might, oh, Andy Dalton's the guy. It's like, dude, we just moved up and probably got a guy that should have been a top three pick. Start him. Mm -hmm. If you see Peyton Manning's numbers his first season, awful. I think he, the word, I think it's the most interceptions like ever thrown. And then the next season, he was like in the MVP race. Like, you got to get these kids out and playing. And Fields is legit. But for me, it's, when they started talking about moving the team to Arlington Heights, I was like, let's do it. I live closer there. It'll be easy to get to. <laughs> yeah. We'll open up a restaurant right by, Fuck you know, yeah. yeah no, and I thought about it. I was like, you know, it'd be exciting to have them out in the burbs with more space, parking, a casino. Yeah, it's not, so, less of a headache getting out of there. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I, I, did you catch an uh, article about how they were also talking about having two Chicago teams? Because no. Expand, you know, they're looking into expansion. I mean, New York has it, you know. Yeah. California, I know how many teams they have. They're way bigger state, but I think right. we have the fan base for sure. it. And I think you have a lot of disgruntled fans as well. That's the number one thing, I think, yeah. right? People are going to be like, well, fuck these guys. Yeah. You know, they don't want to change, so let's us make a change. Then. Like, picture getting, like, a, a young owner, like the Jaguars have the, the father and the son. Um, I forget, they, they, they own that AEW wrestling, too. They're cool. you got to oh, look these guys. They're okay. dope. They're exciting, man. Their social media is exciting. The way that they announce stuff, you know, they stink this year. Yeah. But, yeah. but to get like some new That's blood. Jacksonville. In, 
the Jaguars. Yeah, that guy. They don't have that that owner. The like Indian. Yeah, that's him. Oh, him. Okay, with the big mustache. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then his son, he does a bunch of podcasts that I listen to. I did not know they had AEW. Yeah, dude, and it's like taking. Yeah, and I used you know growing up in like the Attitude Era of wrestling, like right. We used to watch that shit all the time growing oh, yeah. up, jumping off our couches, doing the fucking <laughs> Fuck elbows, yeah. you know. Elbow jow, yeah. yeah, elbow jow. That was a finishing move somehow, so right? Flexing your little brother and shit. Oh, yeah. the, the DDT. We used <laughs> to DDT my little brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That was his move. That was his move, man. But, you know, there is definitely a fan bait. It's a, it's a huge market. You know, we're, what, top three market, top four market in the United States. Mm-hmm. There's space for it. And I think there are, you know, you'll have the old school Bears fans stick around. But bringing some new blood, something different, it'd be dope, you know? Yeah, they got to figure it out, man. They got to figure I, I remember when we did a, one of the very early podcasts, somebody asked me. I think it was one of these early ones, and they're like, hey, you think they're going to ever draft Justin Fields? And I remember, now I, I kind of regret it, right? Because I said, I doubt it. You know, he's yeah. black. I yeah. mean, no disrespect, but <laughs> yeah. I just never thought the, the Virginia was going to go ahead and draft that guy. Yeah, because of that. Maybe and, she don't uh, even know what's going on. Right yeah, maybe now. she doesn't. At ninety you know, something years old, no they probably told her. I mean, he what was, was her? White. So her father was Hallis, right? So her dad bought right. the Bears for like probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe a million or two. Now the team's worth four, five, six billion dollars. Yep. You know, I wouldn't care too much on what the, what was happening if I <laughs> yeah. just made. You know, if I'm ninety five years old, right. I'm sure she's got other things to address. But yeah, it's it's a. I still watch every week. Yeah, because I want to see how Justin Fields plays, and I'm a, I'm a fan, but yeah, just from the coaching to the ownership, it just seems like something's missing. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, Nagy uh, Nagy looked okay. Uh, I heard a crazy stat this morning where it said uh, the Bears are 29 and 21 when Trubisky was playing, and anyone who's not Trubisky is eight and 18, and I thought that was kind of crazy. They throw as those well. stats out about, but if you watch Mitch play. He would miss guys by like five, six, seven yards, yeah. like open guys. You see Fields spin the ball, and it's he puts it on people's hands. Mitch, and we had a good team. We had a great defense. We had a good offense too. But yeah. people, the people that say that we didn't give Mitch a chance, I think we did. Shot. He just he would miss. You see Mooney now catching balls fifty yards downfield. When the hell did we do that with Mitch Trubisky? Right. Not, but we, and, and Justin got no re- receivers this season at all. Either. Mooney's good though, man. Mooney is good. Mooney's good. I don't know what happened to Allen Robinson. He like fell is off. Is he the out fa- already or something? I don't, I don't know, know if they pulled him out, he, but he got zero fantasy points from me last week. So I was <laughs> fucking he must pissed. be out. Yeah, yeah, he's out. Fuck yeah, he's out. <laughs> he's out. On, he's out in my books. He's out. Yeah. Your, he's out I'm on your dropping team. his ass. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, we'll figure it out. Hopefully, they'll figure it out. If not, we're just gonna have to go cheer for the new team. I mean, if they do bring in the the expansion, they were just saying it because uh, Soldier Field would be there, and and it's yeah. a, it's a good destination to add the expansion. I think there's enough, there's enough people here in Chicago to go and and get them. Oh yeah, and and, and cheer them on. But um, so you're you're a Cubs guy. You're uh, you're not too much. Socks are looking good. I I told my buddies the other day. Now I know what the uh. Cup fans feel because I, I find myself cheering the Bears on every week, even though they suck. And yeah, they, yeah. They, no, it was tough for a while. They man. don't even the, cover, man. They don't even cover the goddamn spread. <laughs> oh no, like, they're awful. Yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> and then go for the under all the time, right? By the most. Like they're averaging like twenty points a game. Yeah. I mean, How fun is this? Like live betting stuff too. I love. That's where Dude. I make my money, man. You chase. I yeah. never fucking bet prior to, yeah. to to start. Yeah, you watch a little bit, you get a feel for the game a little bit, and then you. Yeah, go on DraftKings or Barstool, and yep. oh yeah, no, it's fun. It I definitely changed. I see a lot more 
fans now watching because now with the live betting it's fun as long as you got the money to do it and you're not betting yeah. more than you should yeah, but to, like to entertain yourself like we go out for drinks my me and my buddies and we all got our phones out and it's like, all right let's do this and it's fun yeah but uh it's definitely changed the way i i think everybody watches, watches. sports now today i placed a bet before the game started and before i got here they were the bulls were losing are they still losing you think uh, they were Jose, let me know if the bulls are still losing and but they were three point favorites, underdogs today for some reason. Correct. Against yeah, Cleveland. I didn't know why. They were like a plus one forty. I think they had a couple dudes out with why COVID. No, Caruso's not out. And then the the other, I forgot the guy's name. Another white guy that I just saw play the other day. I'm like, oh, he's good. And now he's out with COVID. Just let me know. No, no. Oh, isn't that crazy how Vegas knows this God, stuff man. too? Like you've watched the Bulls play two nights ago and beat who did we beat? We so we beat Brooklyn, and then we came back Brooklyn. and beat somebody else without. DeRozan, yeah, and then when I saw the spread today, it's like, how does Vegas know? Like, it's a that's what like the trap and they're game. They're so on point, man, yeah. with the point spreads. Yeah, like, no, Vegas, Vegas enough, doesn't lose often, and when they do, they'll make it back eventually. Oh you know? yeah, 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 yeah. They'll, they'll string you back in, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> they'll be bringing they you right back do. in. Let me get that lighter going. Uh, I lost it. So going back a little bit to the tequila. So um, no Kendall for you, no Elon Musk for you either. No, no, no. You know, honestly, there's some, there's like you know, three, four families in Jalisco that make it Strictly the way that, that yeah. and I, I, I've met them too through Tequileria, the restaurant that we have, um, and gotten to go out there. We live in, you know, we have a house in Jalisco, so yeah. just meeting these people and being like, and like the Casomil the guys brought up, like people support them because like, would you rather go help out Kendall Jenner make another billion dollars, yeah, or would you rather go help out enough. people that actually are cultivating the land, doing it themselves. It's a family business. Like, yeah. we're, we're a family business. So I appreciate when people choose me over going to a big chain, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, So I try to do the same, and, you know, and the juice is good. But, yeah, so, you know, Fortaleza, Tesoro de Don Felipe is one of my favorites. Of course. G4. So these are brands that you don't have to spend a lot of money on tequila, you don't, and you don't need a bell on top of it to make you, you know. To make it look good. Yeah, you yeah. know. Like, look at this bottle. It's nice. There's yeah. nothing to it. Right, right, right. It's what's inside of it, so that's what I'm trying to spend money on. Whatever's on the inside and and support the the legit like yeah. families that do it, you know. Yeah. And as far as tequileria right now, you brought it up. Um, is it back up and running, or are you guys still taking your time with that? As far so as- we're actively pursuing opening it. Okay. Um, obviously, right now, you know, through COVID, at first it was like meat prices, and then it was you know not going in and dining in. So then we were waiting. Right. But we had the team to open, and now it's staffing. Staffing. That's something I want so, to talk to you about. And you know, that's restaurants. That's just not a tequileria. That's also affecting you with the restaurants. Well, yeah, course. yeah. You know, it's a hospitality thing, too. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people, they, you know, you got a taste of not working the weekends during COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, so, the, and, and it's it's hard. It's not an easy, um, you know, line of work, you know, serving people and stuff sometimes. You got to swallow your pride a little bit. But, you know, there's benefits to it for sure. But I think it's just, it's just a weird time in the work force you know people like working from home when you have that possibility but for us it's yeah staffing's tough but luckily man we have a lot of family that work with us a lot of people that have been loyal 15 20 years with us so we're fine but trying to find new talent tough and to run tequileria you know we took a lot of pride opening up that place in melrose park because that's where we're from correct so i want to do it justice and i want to have the right guy or girl run it yeah um and, you know, I got two little kids. Those 2 a.m., you know, end of the night type of thing's tough. Yeah. So I would love to run it myself, but we're spread pretty thin right now. But I'm actively looking. So if anybody's listening and loves tequila and wants to, you know, 
figure out or you know learn a lot about the restaurant industry we're looking for people for specifically nice. for tequileria cool. you know and it's a music venue you know we want to go back you know we've had some awesome musicians go through there and now i get to see them perform at different spots ramos was on uh, not america's I- american idol but like uh america's yeah he did the, 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 did the, the bears, bears. Yeah. Yeah. and he, he, i was gonna be his plus one and then he said, "Hey man, I'm gonna take a photographer instead." So if you're listening, Ramos. You're like, man, I'll take pictures. <laughs> fuck you, man. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. I want yeah. like, I, I got the new iPhone. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? I got the, I got the, I got the, the three fuck? cameras on the back of my iPhone, man. I get yeah. you from all distances yeah. and stuff. No. Yeah. Why they go all that shit? But man, no, room. so you know, and so we missed the Kiliria. My dad misses it too. I yeah. think you know it was a very intoxicating environment. It was fun. It was like. It would like absorb you. It was just yeah, like yeah. it was very kind romantic. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You walk in there, there's a vibe. It's you don't expect it. You right. know, you walk in there, you're like, oh shit. You know, like yeah. everything that we got in there was from Jalisco, made over there, brought over. My dad. You know, we had we put a lot of time and and love into that place. So we're we're hope shooting for realistically February March. Okay. You know, and we want to do maybe Friday Saturdays only live music, ambiance, cocktails, maybe some light. You know, tapa style food but we want to open it back up you know we have the building the space is there we i have a bunch of tequila to i i've drank a lot of it in the last two you know year and a half you're like i need to get i, I, I need to stop that i text stop eric i text eric it. i'm like hey eric why is there two bottles missing from the back bar at tequila i was like oh yeah no i went to go pick some up so we've been slowly chipping away at it winding down in the back yeah. part of the bar but uh it'll be back it'll be back we just have to find some people that are as passionate Yes, with tequila sure. yeah and with serving people man i take a lot of pride in in showing people a good time so i gotta find the right people for that and and we'll be back i hear you talk about you know staff and 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 uh the right people the right person um people have asked me before what do you consider in in what we do one of the hardest things right and i i always answer to me it's always very hard to develop a very good team yeah um, do you do you think it's the same with you? Like, especially now that, that the staffing is short, um, you know, do you see it the same way? Like, do you think the team needs to also think the way you think in a way and, and have the same vision and yeah, well, and, and ambiance and do whatever they got to do? You know, it's it's tough. It's a different environment where you know you go see a sign down the street that says, "Hey, come work for in three months, we'll give you a thousand dollars signing bonus." Right. So, but what it has done, I think, is empowered the team that we do have because then I start seeing people that aren't gaming the system and taking advantage of that kind of stuff. And so for me, it's like I saw who the real people on our side were because, you know, it it is enticing. You know what? I'll go work down the street and, you know, a different environment, but they're going to pay me 500 bucks the first, you know, so it's hard to build. It's harder to maintain it, I would say. You know, luckily it's my, my... We've been doing it for 22 years, you know. Right. I've been doing this since I'm 14 years old. Luckily, my dad and my mom, were, it's a family business. So I think there is, um, there's pros and cons to it. But a lot of the pros is, you know, we're hands-on every day. So you're not working, like I said, for a huge corporation where, you know, people clock out like, you know, fuck those guys type of shit. So with yeah, us, you know, yeah, we, yeah. they see where the money goes. They see that we're doing stuff in the community. They see that we're doing this Mexico en el corazón. And we're doing events that to give back. So... I, I saw the team kind of come together with us too. Right. Um, but to get, to garner new talent has That's been difficult, yeah. you know. Um, and we're, you know, we, we want good people around us, you know. Honestly, we do, 
we take a lot of pride in the fundraising stuff that we do or the not-for-profit work that we do. And, you know, we like that our staff isn't included and helps. I mean, they donate. I mean, it's, so we really, it's, it's, it's a a family business is not just the people that are blood family. Like, honestly, some of these people have been with us through thick and thin through through, through 2008 when the economy crashed and you're selling, you know, 20% of what you used to. So it's tough, but you know, for me, it's really the people that we have treating them right and treating them how I would treat anybody. You know, right. we're, we're we're pretty transparent with everything we do. Ah, you beat me to it, man. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. And that's I heard you. I've heard you use that word a lot. It's yeah. just a good. It's if you're transparent and people understand, you're not trying to fuck them over yeah. ever. And that's you know, but that comes through. That's the way my dad showed me, and that's the way my mom showed me. So I'm straight up with people. So I think you know sometimes it works in your favor. You know, I don't like playing the games of. You know, mind games and trying to do the long... No, let me just tell you straight up. This is what's wrong. This is what we need to fix. Or this is what you're doing great. Right. Because we, we, we're passionate about what we do, man. We serve, you know, people food that we make and they put in their mouths. Like that, you have to gain people's trust to do that. So right. we got to trust our staff, too, to do a good job. And so... But right now, it's just a weird time, man. Staffing is crazy. But yeah. luckily, we got a solid, solid core team. But we're running around all three restaurants and... You know, so we had plans, so you know, do more. But right now, it's pump yeah. the brakes a little bit, figure out what's going to happen. Everything at a good level. Yeah, that. man, and focus yeah. a lot on on what we have because you know, you you almost saw it slip through your hands. I mean, we almost saw it. You know, that was tough. That's a great point, man. So for me, even my dad, I you know, like you refocuses you a lot because if we don't have the comales Melrose pumping out tacos at two in the morning, three in the morning with people coming from mansion and stuff, well, then there's no Mexico in el corazón, and there's no Necahuad where we help an orphanage in Guadalajara. Because that you know we have the freedom to do that kind of stuff because we're fortunate enough to have the restaurants selling. Yeah. So, but we've refocused. You know, we've got better quality control now than ever because yeah, you 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 we got a scare like everybody did. You got a taste of shit, man. What if what if you can't pay the rent or what if you can't pay your employees? You know. So, yeah, we're more focused than ever. We got a tight tight team, but definitely looking for more talent because we want to do more. You know, it's we're. Like the Caso Milde guys. I love talking to those guys because they don't, they, no se quedan quietos. They're, okay, yeah, what, are we, sure. what are we going to do next? Coffee, chocolate. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> that's like, crazy, that's man. so, and no, and it's, sure. and that's why they're so, I, I love talking about them and to them and with other people because it's the passion. And also, like, yeah, why can't we do it yeah. as a Mexican American? Not just a Mexican immigrant, you know, now it's this next generation of us. Right. Why can't we do it? So it brings me a lot of pro- like pride to levanta el pinche pecho when you see people like like the brothers. It adds motivation to what you already have, right? For sure. Yeah. And then you know, and there's a reason that everyone picks up their beer without even tasting it sometimes because you're like, dude, those guys are great. They have a cool story. They're passionate about what they do, and yeah, instead of going and giving, you know, money to Modelo or Corona right. or the same or Pacifico, the same guys, or go, you know. Give it to people that are passionate, you know. So yeah. I'm happy for them too. It looks like they're growing their team too, and they're branching off and all that. So yeah. I, I'm excited for hopefully one day they open up their own spot. For sure, because yeah. he's he he loves food. He does, and he knows how to cook. So I'd like to try his food out too. So Jose, you just heard that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. He had told me we gotta do steak. I want to do steak for you guys. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Do it. yeah. Shout out to Jose and Javi Lopez, man. Yes, Those guys are yes. amazing, amazing people. Los compotas. Los compotas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I really do like the way you worded that as far as like it was um, like it was a scary time it, it kind of I think that it I, I hear a lot of podcasts and I hear like 
in particular, I'm, I'll hear like comedians say that uh, the time gave them also time to like you know perfect their craft in a way, you know, and and in a way it also to appreciate yeah. what. And I think that goes for everybody. You're right. Like you know, this happened. It shook us up. Yeah. Porque it's very easy to get comfortable. For sure. You know, and, oh, yeah. and, and especially I think I could be wrong, right? But I think that when when it's successful. It's kind of like, uh, ah, well, we're good. Yeah. You know? No. And that goes for everyone. I mean, you know, the athletes, anyone who it is. I agree. Uh, they're an injury away as we are, uh, you know, uh, a pandemic. financial <laughs> yeah, a pandemic away from shit just going back to zero in a way, you know? It, it definitely refocused. Refocused. And it, and it was, you know, what do you do? You can either, you know, stay home and get scared about it or you fucking put your, you know, put your shoes on, go to work. Scared about catching COVID the first couple of weeks because you didn't know what it was going to do. Yeah. And then try to sell food to people in any way you can, curbside. Then we we built the two drive throughs I seen that. During COVID, right away. Because we saw we opened up Addison. Talk about it. Okay. We were there like a month watching it, working it. And then my dad's like, hey, I'm out of here. Stay here. We're working. I'm going to go put two drive throughs at the other two restaurants. Wow. Like This is the future of, of our business. Mm. Uh, we need to get, you know, when our food's good. But if we can get it to you fast yeah. in a drive-through, authentic Mexican taqueria food, like with not a lot of contact in a way, right yeah. now. Yeah, and you know, I have two kids. You have a son. Like getting them in and out of the car too. Like you start to realize stuff as the older you get, where you're like, man, this is nice to just pull up. You know, people are on their phones in the drive-through. They get your food. You go home. You eat it, and and it's modern times, Dave. Right? Yeah. Like I just feel like it's nothing like our parents' time. Like now, everyone, uh, like you just mentioned right now, um, the new generation. Our generation, the time is cut short to a lot of us. You know, we're running around. We're fucking, you know, we're we're cutting everything ten minutes back so we can, you know, catch up. Correct. So drive-throughs, Ubers, you know, yeah. the, the whole DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah, man, that is that is the future. That uh, I think that's that's where it's going. That was a great move on your guys' behalf. And his straight up, I was dad, very hesitant because the one in Mauro. Meet your dad, man. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. yeah he's yeah, down yeah. to you know he's. Ahead of the curve. Yeah, no, he's just, you know, he's 62, 61. Yeah. He's, now experience meets knowledge meets he's still young and he wants to do more. Right. Where, you know, sometimes I don't, you know, or you're so caught up when you, you know, you got the tree, you're in the forest, but the tree's right in your front of your face. Yeah, I like that. You you can't see everything else. So he he's allowed himself to step back. Mm. Look at everything because when you're doing the day to day stuff, hey, it's not like about la tortilla. We need to go get bread. We got to cut meat. It's hard to see the big picture. So he's a huge big picture guy, which you need. You know, I know that you do that a lot with your organization. You yeah. know, it's you need someone thinking about the future. So we just open up the restaurant. So we're busy. We're trying to, you know, I'm talking to every customer. And he's like, shit, we have to put a drive through at the other restaurants. And he left and then drew it up. And the one in Melrose is wild. Yeah. It's a wild <laughs> drive through But it works. You know, luckily, because we own the building next door. Right. We People have to cut through an alley. But... It works, you know. Yeah. So we we're gonna get Have you. Seen you it, no, I haven't no? seen it. It's, I haven't seen it. I'll send you the like a picture of like we did like a map of it. It's <laughs> it's wild. A little maze. Yeah, because you go in it's kind amazing. of like through a little uh, like a te- like a tequileria like yeah, driveway. You, and it se. was a one way, and the mayor was kind enough to like change the one way, so it's a two way just at oh, that wow. little piece. Shit, okay. nice. But we also own that's where I grew up. So we own the houses there. So luckily, yeah. it doesn't affect anybody but oh. our homes. Wow. Yeah. But it then you go through the tequileria. Order, go over the alley. So, yeah. you know, the cool thing is, uh, we talked about this on the guac pot. Like, he figures out, my father figures out ways to make things happen. Sometimes they don't have to be perfect. They just have to be somewhat practical. And once people try it once, 
okay, now you know how it works, and now you can sit in your car, order tacos, and have them three, four minutes, you know. So you get to the window, and I mean, the times I've been there at two thirty in the morning, yeah. you you fucking order. You go over the little alley that he's saying. Yeah. You go to the window and you're you're done. Yeah, you're you're good. Nice. You're done. Yeah. I've never had to wait more than fucking five minutes. Yeah. Probably a max. Badass. Yeah. No. So it's, but we needed we needed that. You yeah. Because now you know now every new variant that comes out, people do get scared and rightfully so. You know, people have lost a lot of people to the, you know the virus. Yep. So for us, if we can serve you safely, quickly, you know, and we can get you on your way to go home and feed your family, man, that's yeah. for us. It's great. What's up with uh? How do you you know? I'm gonna segment into that. Uh, how do you feel about the whole COVID, man? How did you uh, you know? In the beginning, you just said we were all scared. Yeah, I, I picked up on that. And you know, how do you feel about it now after almost two years? You know, we we lost family members to yeah. it. You know, so it's it's one of those things that it, it is scary. Um, still, it's real, right? It's because real. I mean, yeah, this not you know. Get the, oh, that shit ain't real. Yeah, like, you no, know, it's real, and it's been so politicized unfortunately yeah, and now you have people you know thinking they're smarter than doctors okay for me you know i i i like my doctor that i just met yesterday <laughs> i haven't been to a doctor like 15 years yeah but um but i like that guy anyway yeah but He's even even like or your son's you know, pediatrician like right right okay he went to school for this i like him he's been taking care of my sons for four years i'm gonna trust what he says you know i'm gonna do a little bit of research but i you know i sell tacos for a living tequila and do live music events. I'm not a doctor, and I'm not, you know. But it's it's been very politicized, and yes. for me, it's you know. I think everyone would be could w- wish that we could like wish this away. But it's it sounds like it's gonna be around for a while. We have to take care of ourselves, take care of the people that are definitely more susceptible to getting very sick from it. Right. But it sucks, man. I you know I we we haven't done a Mexico en el corazón for like two years in person. Right. It sucks. You know, now they're looking at dates next year already for Millennium Park, but it's I was gonna about to ask. Yeah, I was hoping. I was hoping that, is that so, they're bringing that does back. Does that look like it might happen though? They're they're pushing it. Oh, you okay, know, they're asking good. they're asking us for what dates we want. So um, we're gonna go and try to do it. You know, oh, I yeah. you know I Let's think by that time we might have five boosters already in our system. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, and whoever feels comfortable going great, and whoever mm-hmm. doesn't, I understand. Right. But for us, it's like we want to show off the culture. We want to show off the music. And if we, if we have the ability to get a venue like Millennium Park again, it, it we wouldn't be doing our job, I think, to everybody not doing it. Yeah, you know? yeah so, for sure. So, yeah, we're going to try to do it. It's um, My dad's constantly you know, working on, on Mexico and Corazon. And he's going to Guadalajara in a couple of weeks to film a, like a live over there hmm. oh, nice. at Cabañas. It's a, a beautiful museum there in Guadalajara. So I think I forgot which mariachi he's getting, but it's he it's his passion and it became my passion too. I love the culture, all of it. The mariachi to the bandas to the Grupo Firmes and Maluma. Tequila. Yeah. Tequila. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Grupo Firmes and Maluma came out today. Man. I know. Jesse yeah. likes that. I have not heard it. <laughs> it's, I heard it. It's not bad. It's, it's not decent. Bad. It's, it's good. not bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good. And it's just cool, you know, it's like to have that collab. Yeah. It's cool. I wanted to hear it and be like, nah, but I heard it and I'm like, yeah, it's a banger. It's good. <laughs> it's, oh, man. Yeah. You're going to make me hear it, man. You listen to <laughs> it. I always like what to are your on thoughts those. on Grupo Firme? Uh, I, I, I like Grupo Firme. I like, uh, I like everything about them as far as like the business aspect. I love the route. I think it's way different than what we were used to as far as like recordings, you know. Yeah. I think that everything. Uh, became looser in that aspect. Okay. You know, you get to listen to like these live albums with like Firmen and a lot of other ones where there's some mistakes in there. Sure. Musically. Yeah. 
And back in the day, that was kind of like, nah, you can't have mistakes. Yeah. And now it's like, no, well, people like that fucking word prone to mistakes Parties, as yeah. it is right yeah. I, that, I mean that's kind of my take on it like people want to hear they rather listen to your mis, you know to your faulties or, or faults as far as like um, little mistakes like that musically than something like two studio maybe yeah that's but, the big difference for me and for Firme I like that the Edwin guy obviously I don't know him or anything but that guy looks like he's a, he's a genius like he knows exactly what he wants he knows exactly how he wants to do it yeah you know he's signing guys. He's a uh, oh, is he? He's uh, yeah. He's signing bands like the whole the whole uh, music, label that they have. Music it, VIP, yeah, that's yeah. It. Music VIP yeah. is him and, and another guy. Oh, he's, he's Israel, okay. Israel. And then they're signing people. And then I also heard a part where he buy he bought a song, one of the big hits. He didn't write it. He bought it off some dude. But I forgot what the name. It's one uh, of the big hits. El amor no fue para mí. No, no. No, 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 no. It's a corrido. Yeah. Um. El Roto. El Roto. Yeah. Oh. El Roto, yeah. like, you know, it, that's, that that's, he's the author on it, yeah. and he's a publisher, but he didn't write it. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this fucking guy, Smart. he knows what he's doing. And they're everywhere, man. So for me, it's interesting, I'm, you know, just to see how, it's such a, like, a hot button. Did with you go I, see them? No. Okay. Eric, my brother's a fan. I mean, I, I think everybody that hears their music, that likes music, is a fan at some point, because it is, son des madrosos, they're fun, they're funny, and now, you know, they're pushing the envelope a little bit with like the hair and the you know the 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 brother got engaged on stage so yeah. it's it's but that's where things are you know it's evolving that's where it's going man it's evolving yeah. and and you know instead of having like the old school macho macho like it, it, it's evolving and i i like that for our culture too cuz you know it has to keep evolving and it looks like they're pre- you know they're pushing it yep you know i don't know what their numbers are but i i uh, would want to say that they uh, gained if not hundreds of thousands, millions, when they did the whole brother engagement and yeah, you know that's oh, a, yeah for sure that's a every that's a whole new uh, genre per se yeah offense no but you know a whole new audience and that's b- yeah. beautiful man to yeah. open your arms up to that community you know the that's nice man because yeah. you know why not yeah not all the corridos have to be about you know ma- machismo and mafia and mafia yeah, yeah like that you know I get it yeah so I I. It's interesting. Everyone has pretty much like a hard take on, on that group. I've never yeah. seen them live, but you know they're all over our social media and oh. stuff like that. I, every time I open up my TikTok, it's I don't know. Unfortunately, do you think it's a human trait or do you think it's more of a Mexican thing where it's uh, the hatred? Like you just said, people talk bad about them. I mean, why why you, not be happy for them? You right? brought this up on the podcast I was listening to on the way here, where it's like that. What is it, the cangrejo thing, right? Well, oh yeah, we we're like that you up. see yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. doing well and. Fuck no, man. Come back down. I don't want to see you succeed. I think it's... My dad says it a lot, too. He, I think he's a lot more with his generation, but it is like a, a Mexican thing. I think so. You know, where you see like the Jewish people back in the day, how did they become the owners of all these banks? They would help each other out. They would lend each other money within themselves. to be, Now they're a powerhouse. Yeah. And with Mexican people, it is tough. It's like la desconfianza is heavy in our community. Desconfianza. Yeah, or always skeptical about everything. And I didn't learn that. I didn't learn about that until I think the last time we spoke, I I told you I I worked at El Estadio. My dad had a pool hall. Correct. And I met all these like OG Mexican dudes. Like awesome guys, you know, with funny ass names, La Gringa, El Quilos, El Valle. Like, and I wasn't exposed to that growing up. And then I would see that. Like, you would do something kind for them and then they're like, "Eh, why are you doing that? What, where's El Gancho? What are you trying to get yeah, from me? It's like, yeah. no, man, I'm just doing it because I want to do it. And that's where I picked up on a lot of that. 
it's not stereotypical because I think it is it's it's true to a sense. Those stereotype those stereotypes live in our community where yeah, the people talk you know shit without Knowing. needing to you know or yeah. so I, I it stinks you know because you don't I'd rather be like how we are where it's like I see someone doing well how can I help them do better if yeah. I can or if they come to me for help. Cool. There's, you know, even the other taquerias. I, you know, there's enough tacos for everyone to go around. Of course. I want to see all these other guys succeed too, because you know, the more people out buying tacos, the more they're going to stop at my place too. So, it is. A, I think it. I mean, what do you think about it? Do you think it's I a Mexican? Yeah. I, I think that it's. A, I think that it is a Mexican thing. I also been, uh, you know, I listen to a whole bunch of podcasts and I listen to how like all these hip hop guys have been collabing, you know, since like early yeah. '90s and. You know, the collab in the regional is just starting now. It's barely starting now. I mean, so you can only imagine how late we're to that party. Yeah. But I think it comes with the generation. You know, I mean, the the back-in-the-day generation, they were not having it. You know, yeah. that, fuck the collab. Like, yeah. You know, I got to come up. Yeah. I remember we did something with, uh, we had Stan's Donuts. Mm, so they're, oh yeah, we had Stan's Donuts that, yeah. at, ta- at Talk About It. So we did a collab with them. But the same thing, I remember like selling it to my dad. Like, hey, dad, we're going to do this. He's like... Pero pues, por, por qué? Like, I don't, but, you know, he gets it too. But he just, I think he was more like, tell me the reason this is going to benefit both, all of us. Right. And it is that, but it is an old school mentality. Like, no, 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 no. Let's not talk about anybody else but us. Uh, fortunately, my dad's pretty, and my mom too. They, they understand things evolve. And now, yeah, these collabs. And even with food, man, you're seeing places collab with other food places. Yeah. Now, we're open to do stuff like that, you know. So it's it's um, evolving, and I think in a, for the best. Yep. And um, but definitely, yeah, the the old school vibe. I think it's interesting to see how our parents grew up with yeah. that, you know. Yeah. I, Abrazando I, todo, like this is mine. Don't yeah. come near it, you know. So it's it's uh, very territorial in a way, right? Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. So I I you know and I have kids, and now it's like, all right, what do I want to show them about, you know. How how we are as yeah. as the Suarez family or as your dad. So it's it's you see it with a different perspective now on what you're going to pass down to to your kid too. You know, it's yeah, like so how how he's going to be seeing you guys. Uh, I, I bring that up as well because with my dad, my dad's very uh, a free speaker per se, and uh, we have to check him every now and then. Like, hey man, you can't no, say the that wives you... are here. Yeah, you got to cool it. <laughs> you know, uh, but he's just you know all his life. You yeah, know, he just speaks what it, what's on his mind yeah it can be borderline offensive to some people right i got a thea like that she's like well you know oh yes you, you gained weight oh, why would you say that oh well it's <laughs> true yeah well it's true yeah well it's true okay just because it's true you don't have to say it like you yeah. know but so definitely it's just um the free speakers and you know there's consequences unfortunately when it comes i've had my foot in my right. mouth plenty of times you know where then you learn to be like shit man i have to watch what i say What's your take on the whole cancel culture, man? Like, I mean, how are you? How how do you see this? It's it's tough, man. You know, I think you know with Chappelle, like they came at him hard, but obviously, I think he was feeding into it a lot with the whole okay. trans jokes and stuff like that. But did you watch the special? I did. And what did you think? It was probably my least favorite of his specials. It wasn't funny. No, it wasn't yeah. that funny. And I love Dave Chappelle. But I got to okay? see. I got to see him. Like he was like. We went to a, a fight in Vegas. He was like yeah. three rows. Oh, I'm gonna bring up Vegas. Yeah. We're gonna no, bring up I Vegas. was like starstruck, starstruck, because yeah. I love Dave Chappelle, but yeah. I was underimpressed with his last one. And the cancel culture thing—it's—it's it's tough, man. You know, we all have said stuff that you're not proud of when you're 21, 
drinking right. with your buddies and you know and and now the thing is everything gets recorded and and yeah. you should watch what you say you should you know but it's it's tough man because i've seen it both sides i've seen people that deserve to be absolutely canceled and then you see people like uh portnoy from barstool yeah you oh know, yeah 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 he's, guy, he's guy, guy beat it you know these yeah. ladies came out they're they're going at him hard too hard yeah. and they wrote a nasty piece about him and he went and addressed it like head on yeah. yep he got proof, and people mm-hmm. started wanting to defend him. So started saying, yeah. "Like, hey, dude, she said this. Here's yep. a video of it." Yeah. And he beat it. So you see the other side. Like, he could have been canceled. He could have lost his company. He could. He, he would have to go into hiding, pretty much. Yep. And instead, they got you know. So it's tough, man, because there are people that just want to cancel people. But the, you know, but then there's cases that you see too that you're like, man, I can't believe that guy did that. Like right. Louis C.K. Yeah. And now he's still touring. You know, he got yeah. canceled. You know, they have great media teams, and then you they go away for a little bit, and then they come back, and they're fine. So it's tough, man. It's uh, it's scary, I think, for a lot of people. But the people that do shitty shit should be exposed. And the people that sure. don't should be allowed to defend themselves, too, and defend the name that they worked hard to get. Like, I, I'm a, I love Barstool. You're a big Portnoy guy, right? Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I love Big Cat. Big Cat's from Chicago. Yeah. He's funny. He's my age. I listen to his pod. It it just you know resonates. It's sports and it's comedy, and they interview all the big you know celebrities and stuff and the athletes. And it's I, I like Barstool. I like what they do. Yeah. Um, Have you been? They did the did they do a whole Aurora thing or where are they at now? The well, there's, there's the oh, yeah. one in Aurora. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's one in no, Aurora. I haven't gone. No. I, I've met a couple I think of the guys. He was there, right? He went the yeah, open when they opened. I think yeah. Was oh there. yeah, they came. Yeah, yeah they came yeah, out. So I just think they're funny guys, and it's interesting to hear their perspective on stuff because Portnoy is a personality and a half, you know, so to see somebody like that who interviewed Trump, which obviously was super um, nuts, you know, yeah. but he's like, I would, I would do any, so he, he's just somebody that's interesting to watch. Yeah. Cause he marches to the beat of his own drum For sure. and he, and he, I like the way he addresses certain things. So, but yeah, love the, and he's a stock genius too, man. Yeah. No, he went at that Robin Hood guy hard as fuck, too, and he should have, man. That was shady. Nobody else fucking went after him. because there's so much money. I'm glad he did. Yeah, there's so much money involved, and, you know, people don't want to ruffle feathers. And, you know, at the end of the day, those, you know, all those Robin Hood stock guys, like, you know, we all picked up on that stuff. It was That was on about uh, the whole GameStop, right? Yeah, they they kept pausing the the buying. Yeah. You could just sell it. And, you know, the so it was, so I, I appreciate people like that just watching and, you know, I'm not saying I agree with everything he says or does, but. You know, they're entertaining to say the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, my, I know you're a big Portnoy guy as well. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I, I fuck with him. <laughs> I love his fucking pizza reviews. I'm, Dude, a, pizza, I'm a pizza guy. I'm a pizza guy. So yeah, that's, a, that's great. my main have thing. Have you had his him. pizza? Didn't he just come I have with not pizza? Tried. Uh, there are all the WalMarts Walmart, now, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I even well, they when they came out, they like fucking they sold they out. Sold out. Yeah. Like. Across the fucking country, and yeah. Shit. yeah, he's and a they, monster, yeah. man. Yeah, he's a he's That's a what he is, he's a huge monster. Yeah. yeah, um, we had brought it up. And you're like, hey, let, don't let us for, fucking forget, dude. You were right behind some pretty big stars yeah. in, in the fucking boxing event. Who, which which fight was that? Canelo, Canelo's fight, yeah, versus Plant. Just sitting yeah, right next Canelo. to Mike Tyson and shit. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, how was that? I mean, you've done fights before. You, I done one fight before. It wasn't a great one. Maybe like fifteen years ago. Um, we're sports fans for yeah. sure. Canelo's from our town in Jalisco. He's from Juanacatlan. Oh, no That's okay. where my dad was born. There's like five thousand people. He's from from there. So I, yeah, I run he is, yeah, he. yeah, he is yeah. There. You know, they say Guadalajara now, but he's from there and. Um, we got the opportunity to go. Uh, his team invited us. Um, nice. So, 
yeah, those tickets, I don't think I could have... I don't think I would... I don't know. They, they seem pretty expensive, but we got invited. Um, his oh, cousin, so awesome. His cousin Memo is his like, manager, and he's friendly with my, my dad and, and me now and Eric. And we're you know trying to do stuff with them, too. They want to collab on some stuff. Yeah. Um, and you know I think La Confianza is there because they're from my hometown. They know who my dad is and, and all the stuff that we do socially and culturally. And he's just... He's sharp, man. I mean, this Canelo people, you know, same like you were talking about, people talk shit about everybody, but people really point it, hit their finger at him a lot. And I'm. Yeah, it's another guy. Or like LeBron, you know, or I put him on the LeBron spectrum too, where LeBron hasn't had one misstep in 20 years. This kid came out as like the number one, like he has to live up to being the next Michael Jordan. And he has to a certain, I mean, not Jordan, but 1B. One, yeah. Not 1A, but 1B. <laughs> and. You're old. Got, that's how you know we're old, bro. Yeah. All these new kids, they they they'll be like LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Serious? No, no, no. There's nobody like Jordan, but it's but then people. Canelo's squeaky clean, man. He he's is. got a he's got a good image. And he's that's sharp tough for being it, Mexican. It, no, I don't it, mean in a bad it, way. No, but, man. And I know the saying? other people from Juanacatlan. It's really tough there. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're partiers, <laughs> drinkers. Like, yeah. I know how I am. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I know how I am when I go down there. No, it's it's tough and. He's made it, man. He's a he's a megastar now. Yeah, he and is. we and we started talking with Fuck them like yeah. two years ago about some just some different opportunities and stuff. And I remember telling my dad, my dad, like my you know I grew up in Melrose Park, moved to Elmhurst, so I have a lot of white friends that aren't big into boxing. I think boxing is very cultural as well and close to us because oh, of the sure. yeah. you know the Chavez's and the Jolla, you know Marquez and the La Jolla. But two years ago, he was a, in my mind he was already a megastar. But in the like the white community, the Caucasian community, he wasn't there yet. Right, and now, now he's a household name. Now he's a household name, man. He's yeah. huge. So yeah, it was dope. It was dope being at that fight. Great fight. You went to a great fight. It was too, sick, man. man. Ten he's rounds. The one that he broke his. That's the guy he fucked up his face, right? No, that was the guy before. I oh, think. Shit. Yeah, that was the guy before where he broke his face. Yeah. yeah this one. This one. He, he knocked the guy out in the tenth or the eleventh ah, plan. Yes, 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 yes. But it was cool. It was all good fight. It was good fight. Yeah. yeah it was that he came out with the singer from Mana. Yeah. Singing, yeah. singing el, el, el Rey. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, like the Mexican pride was like fucking oozing out of my body. It was like, yeah. you know, you can inject that shit in my veins. It was, you know. And you were behind Chappelle and next to Tyson. Chappelle was a little bit away. He was maybe like three rows. But yeah, Tyson was like right in front of us. And then um, a couple of the boxers were right in front of me too. Charlo was oh, right shit. in front of me. So it was cool, man. It was for me. I'm a, I like all that stuff. I love the, you know, all the, you know, being in the midst of it and just the energy yeah. that you get. But you know, some of the people I didn't even know who they were, but people were coming up to them, shaking their hands, and then they think you're somebody. And then they're shaking your hand, trying to meet you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, what's up, what's man? Up, I'll talk Tyson? to you later. Where's the after party? <laughs> but uh, no, it was a really cool experience, especially to do with my brother Eric and my yeah. dad, and and having someone not just from Mexico, but from exactly where your family's yeah, from. Yeah, that's so yeah, no, that's the pride nice. it was through the roof, man. So it was dope. Fuck yeah, I saw that and yeah, fucking Poppy posted it. I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, like, oh yeah, people were texting us, but you know, you're like, in, and then someone's like, yeah. dude, you're on TV for like, a, like you're you're right, are you right behind Mike Tyson? I'm like, I yeah. think, <laughs> but we, you know, you get there, and you're just like looking around and. It's it's an entire a, a, a fight like that. I would recommend everyone if you get the chance to go. Even sitting anywhere, I've sit I've sat in the nosebleeds yeah. too, and it's just as fun. It's just a different experience being down there, and and you know all the TikTokers were in front of me too. A couple guys they were doing shit. their dances and stuff. I, it was funny. To, yeah, I know you. you I know you're a TikTok fan. You know it's the new way to get to people. You know we we've always been big in social media. You know yeah. comales. 
you know, back in the day, we'd do funny stuff, and we tried to always do, you know, the heart-shaped torta, which, you know, popped off because of social media. So, you know, I remember seeing TikTok, like, two years ago, and I told the, the young lady who ran my social media for us, I'm like, hey, we should start getting on TikTok. But it still had, like, a negative stigma to it, where it was, like, mostly just girls dancing, I think, where people yeah. thought. I remember my wife was like, hey, why do you have that app on your phone? And I'm like, I swear it's for work. Right away, you're getting nervous. Yeah, yeah like, uh, yeah. my algorithm's messed up. I don't know why. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Who the fuck like, downloaded this? Yo, but, Poppy you know, grabbed my phone. <laughs> yeah, my son grabbed it. Shit. God but, you know, I, I just saw it. It's, you know, they do a good job. They make it addicting to be on. It's addicting as shit. Yeah. So, but for us, it's like, how do we get to that new age of customers? How do we, you know, stay relevant? And push our product to people that want it. Yeah. So for us, then you know, I, I and I told that that girl, that the young lady that ran it, she she was kind of like, nah, it's not. I don't think it's that. You know, let's focus on Facebook, Instagram. And now, two years later, I'm like, man, thank God we started at least. Yeah. Because you know, it's tough to start from scratch. Uh, now, but, but possible too. Like you had oh, that yeah, yeah. Ken Flores, that the comedian you had on that yeah. I listened to, he, hilarious. Okay. I, you know, I listen to that podcast. I go on on TikTok. He's got a couple videos with hundreds of thousands of views. And you, and then they'll then you'll like now I want to go see Ken Flores yeah. perform not just from your podcast but then I saw the TikTok saw some of his jokes and I'm like okay yeah. resonates with a Mexican American from Chicago or right. you know the suburbs like Aurora yeah so yeah no we we try to stay you know on it with the social media but yeah TikTok's been but yeah the TikTok is right in front of me they were doing their dances and stuff between the rounds it was hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah that's fucking that was a good fight to go to. I think I would have been starstruck right there with Mike Tyson, though, man, because that guy's uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's fucking he looks huge still for his. And what a transformation of a guy, right? You always, yeah, I man. always had a perception of him of being like, like just not a well-spoken guy and not you know ghettoish. Yeah, and now he does the podcast and he's talking about you know it's so interesting to see how he's evolved into who he is now. And how deep thinking he is. Yeah, man. And you're like, wow, man. You know, this guy really, you know, especially after, I mean, he, he would get in trouble all the time. It looks like he found himself. So it's awesome to see people like that, too. He yeah. did the toad, bro. You're going to have to do it. Man, you you're guys keep talking about it. that toad. I'm I, I'm interested are, are to see. Are you down what, or what? Because I'm like literally like, like it's it, I'm you, like ready to Make the call like this weekend. Or where do you got? Where do you have to go? You have to go to Mexico weekend, to do it? it? No, we can do it. We can do it here. The, 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 we, there's toads here too. Um, they they, they do like a, the like a synthetic. Yeah, it's it's like a. Well, I know well, it's he not gets synthetic. the real stuff. He, he gets, gets the real stuff. stuff, but and that's the the, the, the accordion it, player. Gets real, yeah, from Vanguardia. Yeah. Yeah. What's it, Manito? Marito. Marito. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, that guy, man. We you know because of of schedule conflicts and everything, he was supposed to come in here and hopefully he still is to tell us his experience as a. He doesn't call himself a, like a shaman, like a healer, I, I just right? Think, I just think, like, yeah. yeah, I just think that he doesn't get the term in English, but that's what you would call it. But he's pretty much. I've just, heard, yeah, I heard that episode, and I, he, what an interesting guy, very interesting. Yeah, you know, so it's, and I've seen him just through playing music, and I just know that like everybody in California uses him to like record like anything with accordion. He's the guy that they use, yeah, right? He's, yeah, he's I didn't the man. know how big he was until someone's like, "Hey, he he's did, does." He did that big Gerardo album, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's how I heard it. I was like, oh, wow. That's yeah. really awesome that Vanguardia has. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just comes with this extra package where he's like. <laughs> also can kill he's you. He's also like a shaman. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, yeah. 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 yeah, you need some clearing up. Here we go, buddy. Wow. But the guy told us, like, hey, you know, uh, round up a couple of your guys and pa que convenga, said, yeah. you know, the whole process. It's a process. 
And, and he uh, kind of watches over this whole correct. thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. he's the guy that's going to watch over you, technically. And, um, you know, some people, like yeah. you, are, you know, let us know, like, hey, okay. eh, we're a little bit interested in that. Yeah. Y pues todo said, yeah, obviously private. Well, our plan was for these guys to do it, because I'm not one of the guys that wants <laughs> to do on, it. Yeah. Buy, I'm not fully committed it. to it yet. Yeah. And they wanted to do it and then have the pot afterwards. Like, after the... Cause after you come it, down Because it's it? not like a... It's not like a long experience. Oh, okay. Like, it's like a 30-minute thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, then but it's it a little more interesting like, to try it, then. It yeah. feels like a three-hour thing or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, right? You feel like you're But in reality, it's it's 30 minutes or less or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, I'll like, listen to the podcast first after you guys do and then think about it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. You, you guys will be the test you, subjects. You'll be in the second round with <laughs> Yeah. With, 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 with I'd love to hear what it does. You know, it's it's... I've heard a lot of you guys talk about it, so it's really interesting to see because a lot of that natural... Stuff is is interesting to, to you know to try. Yeah. But yeah, it's what is it? Ego killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it gives you what they call an ego death. It oh. Okay. Completely humbles you. You know. Really? I, I've heard. It's crazy because all the different people I've heard talk about it, and I actually just came across caught some fucking new podcast that I started listening to in Spanish. Two Mexican dudes, they're just getting high too. But they did the <laughs> <Two>. fucking pod, <laughs> and uh, they did the toad, and they. They all explain it almost exactly alike, man. Oh, cool, Everybody man. that I've heard explain it, explain it almost the same. So, oh, man. And I've, I've been wanting to do this for a bit. And then today, literally, I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, I got to make this happen that time. before the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, well, let us that know how be... it goes. I'm I'm interested in seeing what, you know, Fuck yeah. what it does. Me too. Um, he also, I, I ran into him at Michelada Fest with Jesse. I'm going to share this quick story. I don't know if I have before, but uh, for about an hour, I had a great conversation with Marito. Um, before they went on, and he was telling me all these experiences, which is how it came about. They, you know, I wanted to bring him on to talk about it because he has great, crazy. Uh, yeah, I'll take some more. Come on, I'm good. I'm good. His crazy experiences as as far as uh, how how he cured and helped a lot of people heal and whatnot. Thank you, buddy. Hell yeah. I was going. To, oh, you're drinking beer now. Oh no, I'm drinking both. Yeah. the first time, so I'm still. I'm still sipping on it. No, Compa, we had the same fucking amount. No, you, I had the most. I saw everybody. He's younger. Know. I'm like, let me give him yeah, a little okay. bit extra. Yeah, he can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, he. Uh, I told him, hey, man, let's come on. And then he put me on this Netflix special called Fantastic Fungi. Uh, I don't know if it's fungi or fungi. I always say that. But if you haven't watched it, <laughs> okay. I highly fungi. recommend it. Okay. Yeah. It's. Uh, he's like, I want you to see this documentary first. Yeah. And if you like it, you're going to love the toad. Is that and why you're sitting there with a big ass bag of mushrooms? I'm, now I'm right here next sitting with a, with a bag of shrooms. <laughs> but, uh, I'm scared to take them though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's he almost convinced me just with that man. Well, when you hear how confident he is when he speaks oh, yeah. about it, you're like, okay, well, if you know, and people, you know, people have horrible experiences that I've, even I think you guys talked about ayahuasca before. Ayahuasca, ayahuasca, yes. and you know. The people go to Costa. I mean, I've, I've, go to I know, Costa Rica, right? Yeah, I've met I met a guy that did it. Oh shit! And let's you, bring him on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting to see like how these old old ways of doing drugs and and it, people with like serious trauma. Yeah, and they come out of that like you know. And I, there was a documentary on it too. I think I watched, and you know, they're crying for like six seven hours, and mm-hmm. and then they come out of it like a new person. It, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, I, you know, I I don't think I'm there yet to do it, but. We'll see what, how it goes for you guys with the toad first, okay. and then we'll talk about all this yeah, other. Man. 
we're gonna have to probably go to Costa Rica. For the, it's a fucking ayahuasca, resort, no, man. I, I don't know about oh, just to go hang out at the resort. No, no, no. no. I heard, it's, it's a resort what, that does what they, ayahuasca. What they, what they, what they compare it as? They say that when you do the toad, it's like the rocket ship version, and when you do ayahuasca, they say that it's like the riverboat ride. Yeah. So it's slow. Well, because ayahuasca is a, uh, it's not a one-time thing. Like you have you to do it three to five days in a row, kind of I thing. Love it. And they kind of. <laughs> I just heard this also, man. We, we're going to sound like a broken record. Well, I just heard this and that's yeah, right. Yeah. But they just talked about it. Some guy, uh, comedian Ronald White, was saying he went. He was an alcoholic, and he went to kind of kick that habit. Yeah. But they didn't want to accept him because uh, you have to be 14 days sober before you can do it. Long story short, you go the first day. They call it death. So it's like when it shows you all the bad things about you. And then from there on out, it's the, re- the reborn part. And that's what they've said about the toad. It kind of shows you everything that you're bad at. Yeah. Um, shit. It humbles you. Kind of makes you feel like shit. Yeah. But, then but just to be able to, you know, get up. up. And get, yeah. But you guys talk up. about it so much, you have to do this soon. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. Because I, mean, I want to know. Marito's like, hey, I told I told my mom has vertigo. He's like, oh, tráemela. Yo Toad. Yo solo quito con, con una sesión. Really? I'm like, what? May the truth I'm be like, told. Marito, that's my <laughs> mom. <laughs> What are you talking? That's my mom. You can't. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. I'm like, <laughs> can't get her high. You can't get my mom high. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. That's my mom. Man. Don't like, worry. She's only gonna be high like, for thirty it's minutes. It's medicina. <laughs> it's medicina. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. you don't like calling it that. Also. Yeah. People who know. It's not like, a drug. It's not, you know? yeah, yeah. it's not a drug. It's not a trip. What's it's, the chemical compound a, in it? Five emo DMT. Okay. Which is uh, ayahuasca has half a. Ayahuasca has, is a half of what the toad is, or something like that, right? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Because it's two ingredients that you have to mix. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's but you're right as far as like I think it's way more interesting the fact that that's how they got high back in the day. Yeah. Like who comes up with this shit? Or like peyote, like peyote, peyote. Peyote is another. You know, one. like they found a plant that oozes this stuff out, and then it fucking gets you. You know, you're they're dancing for like you know 48 hours, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Super interesting. I think it's crazy just how um, how it goes back to that. Uh, they had a. Uh, there was this other article. Oh, smoking sections out here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just finished. Conjunto Sara, shout out to Zara. They just finished their practice right now. Yes. Um, jamming. We're about to go down and party. They're about to uh, give us some aromatics up in this motherfucker. Yes. But um, I had read this other thing where they were uh, they had found old um, clay. ¿Cómo se llaman? Like cantaritos per se. Sure. Right? Um. And they scraped off what was residue inside, and they found it to be um, like ayahuasca and something else. Really? And it's like, all right. I, I, bro, I, I read so much shit just because of the rabbit holes. Yeah. You know, with the whole, there's another book that I read, and, you know, they're, they're saying that. I, I mentioned this before, too. Um, you know, there's these, uh, the Catholic religion pictures where there's... Uh, Saints that's got the little, uh-huh. not the silhouette on top, but around the head. Yes. I don't know if you've seen that, the little glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this particular book, um, his explanation is people that that had that little glow were people that were high on like pretty much like a mushroom. It's called the, the sacred mushroom of the something cross. I have the book out there, but Jeez. Um, they were just like the, the people that were enlightened, quote unquote, and would, yeah. you know, give speeches because they were. High on some High shit. Okay. On some my on some ayahuasca. I believe it. I mean, yeah. yeah. And the cross. What is it? The sacred mushroom and the cross. The sacred mushroom and the cross. Yeah. That's the spe- that's the special. That's the book. Oh, that's oh, the, the book. book. Yeah, it's okay. a book. Um, so I mean, the guy wrote a whole book about his theory on it, and I mean, they have so much, so many examples. Like if you yeah. go back and you Google like 
Christmas pictures from uh, the early 70s or something like that. Yeah. Everywhere you see, uh, I don't know if you guys see my story on Instagram, there was a big-ass mushroom. Like, mushrooms are such a huge part of Christmas that people don't know about. Really? And, and they started um, taking out all the mushrooms from all the greeting cards, all the Christmas cards. But back in the day, they were full of mushrooms, man. Um, I just did a story on Instagram. My kid got yeah. one of those, uh, what is it called? The, the daily calendar. Oh, advent calendar. Yeah, with the, and he, you know, the chocolate one for him. Yeah. And uh, on, the, on the portada of this thing. They're not thing, chocolate mushrooms, are they, compa? No, no, they're not. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a big-ass mushroom right there. And I'm like, man, <laughs> here it is. There it is. Uh, we'll look it up later. Do oh, mushrooms okay. make you hungry at all or no? I don't know. Do I support any you? drug that makes you hungry. So yes. I'm, Yeah, I'm. That's true. Maybe it does. It's got a. It, I don't know. I don't know. You're just tripping out. I think once. You're <laughs> that is interesting though. With the Catholic Church, there's so much stuff we don't know, and it's so like hidden in. In everything, in, yeah. Yeah, locked away that we don't know anything. Have you ever been to Rome? I have no. I have not. Dude, you would love it. Really? It's really interesting. It's you know obviously the religion's a t- touchy subject, but it is. seeing how I mean seeing like Rome, the Vatican. Yeah. It's crazy how big this place is. And it's beautiful. And the and Sistine Chapel. Shit, right? Is that how you feel when you see things like this? No, for me, I actually get kind of like upset. I'm like, man, they spent all this money yeah, okay. on this place when we're supposed to be, right, like helping people and stuff like that. So I was, I was young when I went, but now that I look back on it, I'm like, just, you know, porcelain and marble and quartz. And you're just like, well, dude, this yeah. is the, you know, aren't they supposed to be? So I went to a Catholic yeah. church my whole life, right. or, you know, or school. So preschool through high school. So you know it's you're exposed to it and you see the good of it, but also you yeah, we went to Italy and I was like, huh, this is really a lot of gold, yeah, to have, <laughs> you know. So that that's uh, oh man, well, didn't they just catch that one big uh, preacher? Uh, What's it, Olsen? That they uh, a plumber went to go do some work in one of the uh, bathrooms and cut a hole in the wall and like three thousand envelopes full of money came. Yeah, out. they found like six hundred k. Yeah, six. 600- they, that so, they had reported so loss. Joel Austin. Joel. Yeah, yeah he, he got and he got like federal money, PPP money. Yeah, which is did. just wow. what a fucking slap in the face to I all of the people that, that need it. And this guy is living in like you know a fifty million dollar house. He preaches and sells out like you know the Dallas Cowboys stadium, and he's fucking getting PPP money. He doesn't pay taxes because he's a church. It's just aggravating what happens, you know, with the super rich and how they. But I fucking hate it. I do. I mean, it, it just, uh, I mean, it's like you said, like, religion is so touchy. Um, I, I like talking about it, but it, it's a touchy subject, man. I, I agree with you, the whole money part. Uh, Control. There's too, much, there's too much poor in this world for them to have so much yeah. rich. You know, they own so much property. Yeah, man. I mean, all the wherever those churches are, and they get it donated to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm... A, I know a lot of great priests, and I, but I think the institution is really anything that big. That is, you know, their mission is to help. Is tough to uh, actually see how they spend their money crazily. You know, when yeah. there's like you said, there's a lot of poor. There's you know, you know, when we do our small, we do stuff to help people, and you do a little like your little granita de arena, and then you see institutions that have money, 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 and power, and, and they don't do enough. I feel yeah. you know sometimes, but. A little off topic, sorry, but I know that you're you're a religion. Uh, I love religion. Um, debater. <laughs> I know you're picking. Debater. You said you, you're you, pushing you my like button right now, David. It, but you, lo- you love talking about it, compa. It's just so it's just so touchy for me, man. It's yeah. just so. Uh, it's it's. It, I had I had put up this quote where 
something along the lines like uh, there's a thin line between belief and uh, or faith and uh, like like cynical reasoning per se. I, I, I misquoted that right, but it's it's a, such a thin line with the belief and just and being cynical in a way, right? And I, I've seen it in different religions. And at the end of the day, unfortunately, I mean, I just feel like money has so much to do with it. Uh, uh, just uh, along with everything else, you know, you see, you see people that are l- lower middle class people going to church and then giving money to the church in an envelope. Man, your heart—I don't know. It's it. You know, I think the older you get, the more you start to question stuff, and you're just like, "What? Wait, that's true. What the fuck? So bizarre." But you know, it's it's tradition, and it's you know, it's it's such a large institution that people just do it like clockwork, and maybe. You know, for some people it works and you feel like you're doing your part and, you know, and helping and and maybe it clears your conscience of other things that you might be, you know, like troubled with. I can see that. You know, because I've seen it help people through death, help people, th- you know, people get very, you know, they need they need an outlet. And if that's that, great yeah. for you. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. We had done this other podcast, Compass Unfiltered, and, and they also knew that religion gets gets me going gets and, you boiled up yeah. and, and they asked me and i just felt like and i did get some messages like oh you're the antichrist no and, uh, i just right. said like look man um people need blueprints some people need blueprints to or some guides to like live life through absolutely and that kind of like uh in their mind makes it feel like all right well i'm doing things right yeah some people need that and that's fine you know, yeah see, people need to hang on to something uh, it's not the same thing for everyone in a way, right? I agree. Yeah, but, um, if it helps you, great. Some people find it in different ways, and but the financials just pisses me off. Yeah, and the, and the whole stuff with the priest and yeah. all the stuff. You know, it's it's just um, you know, not, having kids changes you like dramatically. Yeah, and then you start seeing stuff through a different like prism, and you're you're just like, man, shit, like. All the hush hush stuff, and don't worry, he's a priest. Shit. You have to listen to him. Yeah. And now, man, if, my, if you know my kids go to a Catholic school or something like, no, they don't have no. You tell your dad anything, everything. Yeah, you know. But back in the day, like you know, if you spoke bad about a priest to your parents, you know, pinche cintazo. Yeah, you know. And now it's like, no, man, the open communication with your kids and stuff is important because look what, how many bad things have happened, and not right. just there. You know, with. Anybody that has a power over you, yeah, yeah, anything, and a, teachers, a, 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 right, correct, yeah, yeah. So I'm just, yeah, I guess, I coaches, have a, right, hundred percent, man, and yeah, that's man. why the open line of communication. I keep thinking about that with my kids. They started going to kindergarten and preschool, and I'm like, shit, like, hey, you can tell me anything, yeah, and I'm, I don't care who it is. You tell me in your mind anything because you do see, like, I mean, I went to Catholic schools my whole life, and it was like we had nuns and. I mean, back in the day, they'd still hit us with a ruler yeah. in our hand. Wow. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, how far have we come? Now, like even, you know, uh, disciplining your kids way different. And now you look back, you're like, holy shit, I can't believe we got spanked. Yeah. Fuck. I was just, how I, can I, how can I, I can't even imagine hitting my fucking kid, you know? But it's just, you know, there's no resentment there, but it's just that's how you grew up and that's how it was and that's what they knew and that they thought they were doing it the right way and... It's just crazy how far, like, every generation just changes, so. By you saying that, do you feel like, and, and I caught on something that you just said where it says, oh, well, it's, um, it's like tradition, like the whole church thing, right? And, and that's how you're raised. But just like we're doing, I think the modern us is, is changing the way we uh, raise our kids, the way we make them more uh, communicative with us because we had that lack of communication maybe with our parents. Do you also feel that, in the religion, it's part of, like, for us to finally stand up and say, hey, uh, you know, all this, we got to call out all this shit that's been going on for, 
you know, 80 plus years or whatever it is. Sure. Um, just like we're calling out everything else. Like, from the simple thing of, you know, calling out the people at a soccer game when they say culero. Yeah. Is it the same way? Like, all right, well, we need to start calling out all these, you know, teachers and priests and yeah. coaches. And, I mean, it's about that time then for that those traditions to be broken in a way, right? Well, I mean, and they are. Do you go to yeah. church? Do you go to church? No. Right. Do yeah. I go to church? No. Well, I'm not giving them any money. Right. Now, there's certain traditions that we do to to appease the family. Okay, let's yeah. baptize. Yeah. But, you know, it's you know, it's more of a tradition thing, but the more and more you think about it, you're like, well, we don't have to do that. You yeah. know, I want a nice family. I don't I don't need it. You know, you do it, but it's now you don't give them any money. I don't give them any money. A lot of people just stop going, and that's how you how you affect them. You know, yeah. it's just not listening or but it's not just that but any institution that's just you you outgrow it or you evolve into who you are now yeah and i think that's what happens with people you know kids make that happen to you or getting married you know and then you start seeing that things that you want to do better change with your kids and your family and then i have better things to spend my money on i think than you know going and listen to some you know somebody preach to me which i I, and if i needed it great and I, i just i'd rather get my advice from People that love me and my family and yeah. the guac pot and the yeah. puros compas. Yeah. So all the advice you guys can give yes. me, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just had, I had to mention we had Diana and we touched the subject of uh, mental health and and uh, same thing, the traditional uh, from back back then to now. Yeah. How before it was very easy to, uh, oh, you know, lo tienes chiqueado or, you know, your kids in sí. this case and um, we talked about mental health, autism, the difference from then and now, because, you know, now it's, uh, you know, we're, we're more aware, I guess you could say of, of certain things like that. Yeah, no, society's changed, man. I think yeah. for the better too, you know, obviously there's, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, but it really is interesting to see how far, especially Mexican Americans that, you know, we, yeah. we had a lot of, th- I think things to break in our traditions and our, the stigmas or the, how we grew up. So I think it, it's positive as long as it's coming from a good place and it's about you know caring more about each other, helping each other, collabing with people, not looking for stuff in return. You know stuff that back in the day I don't think I didn't see that at least with the older generation. Yeah. It's you know then I'm all for it and that's why I try to be an open book with anybody that comes to talk to me because it's I I want to be that you know it starts with us it starts with you it starts with you know with each one of us to. To break that bad cycle, I guess, yeah, of okay. those stigmas of, you know, the old school paisa Mexican, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you know, be tough and, you know, the kids soften you up, up, man. Kids soften me up a ton, man. And it's obvious, but it's, it's for, for the, for the best, I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's weird how, uh, we take it different, like, uh, as far as like, what, you know, my dad, like, uh, you just said Kids soften it up like hey, my dad really didn't get too soft, man. Had, <laughs> yeah, I know. He had three of us. Yeah, he's so hard ass, man. It's really. <laughs> but with me, it's like I have one, and he fucking says something, I'm tearing up yeah. right away, like that. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> the other day, I told my mom, like, how do you guys do it, man? Like, it's three of us, and you know, how are you not like overwhelmed with joy or not, yeah. you know, not not so much in a bad way, but just like, dude, like my kid does something, I'm just like so proud, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not, but it was just it, different. They showed it differently. Yeah, it was you know, different. You know, my, and with my family, it was like they, they, built, they built something for us. I love you, cabrón. <laughs> you, know, you know, with my family, it's my dad, mom worked their asses off to build something yeah. that now we get to not reap the benefits of, but we were fortunate to have what we have because, yeah. and that's the way they showed us that they loved us and they worked their yeah. fucking ass off yeah. coming here from Mexico. And back then, you know, the, the, 
I, I remember talking to my dad about it. He's like, you know, for me, it was good enough just that you guys had clothes, food, yeah. and then I was working my ass off. And, and now it's, it changes. And I can't, I don't fault him at all. I mean, yeah. that's what it was. And then what did he learn from his day? So it's about, like, I guess just evolving and, and learning stuff from other people that you talk to, but also, like, how my dad grew up, how his dad grew up. It, it changes for the better. It's always evolving, I think. And, and uh, you know, I still do the Mexican traditions, the posadas, and stuff. Like, I want to teach my kids that too, but there's a lot of bad stuff we could probably not do Stay anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. I'm interested uh, with your dad. I'm going to have to ask him one day because I'm also, I'm very interested in people in particular that that I consider to be obviously successful in, in any line of business, and especially when they're first-generation success. Uh, by that I mean, you know, they were the first guys to try it, and then succeeded. Yeah. And, you know, I would love to pick the brain, uh, in this case, your dad, to just ask him, like, when did he realize, uh, you know, I, I don't think that he started off in the business thinking what it's going to be now. Like, at one point, did it, did it just switch on and say, hey, I can, this is going to be huge. Because, yeah. you know, you, you, what you guys have is, is, is great. It's huge. Um, I'm just curious to... I always look at rappers and be like, man, that guy's from the projects. Like, where the <laughs> fuck did Jay-Z and when did they... Kanye, yeah. billionaire. You know. when, a billionaire now, yeah. is he? Yeah, a billionaire. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that what you, yeah. yeah. Like, when did he start thinking that way? You know, like, when did it yeah. switch? Same thing like for your dad. When did it just went like, boom, all right, well... And, and I know the, that once we're, we are successful, that's a very strong addiction, as, as, you know, the taste of success. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like intoxicating. Yeah, and it's you know you're always it's it's our buzz, man. It's like you you want to you want to do it again and again, and you want you know, it'd be an interesting question for you to ask him. I think yeah, you guys yeah. would have a really good conversation. He's an interesting guy, um, but yeah, I don't know the answer. But you know, all a lot of people in his position, you know, and I think you might get different answers from different people. But um, I don't know if it ever clicks. He's he's in a constant. Like he's constantly moving forward, man. Trying to what what's next? What like I said, he's a big picture guy. And he, he plans his moves pretty strategically, and yeah. he's and he he loves his life, man. He he worked his ass off. He gets he loves going to Mexico. He likes doing a lot of not for profit work. So it's 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 a good question to ask people like that because yeah. I don't know if it ever clicks because I don't think they're ever satisfied. Ah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. maybe they are satisfied to a certain extent, but then they chase the next thing because it's another I, challenge I, in a way. Pues if you have it and you have that like um, in you that bug that like yeah. or you have that. Um, uh, what's it? What you have it? I would say, and a lot of people have it, and I've seen a lot of people that hey, that guy will be successful whatever he does. He'll if he's fucking selling tacos or he's, you know, selling tamales or he's a musician, like whatever he's gonna do, that guy's gonna be su- successful because he has it. Right. And there's a lot of people like you know my old man that I think have it, and they're gonna figure it out, man. So it'd be it's he he'd be more. I you know I talked to him about coming on. He's an interesting guy, you know, and it's a different yeah. environment for him to come talk to somebody in in this setting, mm-hmm. you know, where he's more, you know, he can let loose a little bit more. And he, he, it's madre. He's fun, man. He's a fun <laughs> guy. So it'd be fun. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, maybe once we have the whole video up, we'll have uh, him, yourself, and Eric and have all three of you guys and just have a... You have to get the boxing gloves out and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> ring and the, the, the Canelo's ring, people. The ding, ring ding, girls ding. and nah, everything. No, yeah, yeah, there you go. No, yeah, it's... You know, it, it, it's an interesting story. It's, yeah. it's an interesting dynamic, too. Anybody that works in a family business will say, you know, it's it's an interesting dynamic, and it works. 
but it you know it's there's okay. there's definite benefits and but it you know when you're building something that's for your family and you get to you know employ the amount of people that we employ too it's yeah. it's super satisfying to know that people make a living you know feed their kids take them to nice schools private schools now for some some of our managers and staff like it's awesome man so it'd that be cool, awesome. man. I mean, we'd be open to it for sure. I'd love to, you know, talking to you is, I tell you the last time, it's like therapy. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of, you said a lot of people tell you that. It's a true. Of people yeah. have told us, yeah. You know, because it is interesting to shoot the shit just about random stuff like today. Yeah. But it's just good to talk and, 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 you know, there's so many different avenues to have a conversation, but with, you know, guys like yourselves that are interesting, that come from different, you know, Aurora, Chicago, right? We're, this is Chicago, right? Correct. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Part of Chicago. I don't know. I saw planes. Fly, yeah. I saw fly, like, planes flying. I'm like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I think yeah, we're from the suburbs, suburbs, man. But um, You're from the Arlington Heights Bears area. Yeah. Yes. Melrose Park. You know, we're Melrose, Melrose Park. Park. You know, we rock Melrose hard and it's, uh, you know, Melrose has been very good to us. So, but it is um, interesting dynamic, the family stuff and, uh, that's why it'd be interesting that you were talking about like the the Revancha Norteño guys and all that. Yeah, man. Imagine getting all Shout them out together. Revancha, yeah. yeah. And Chewy. Man, they got fucked up, man. We had a party. You know, <laughs> you're gonna see it by the they, time this comes out. You see it, so it's not a big. They have big a great game. example in their father to have a good time. He's a fun guy, yeah. and so it's. You uh, know, we were very surprised, man. Jesse, even you know, nobody knew them, right? Yeah, yeah. So Jesse, uh, right before we started, we're sitting in the table, and uh, he says, "Hey, man, I'm a little worried," and I'm like, "Why? What's up?" What if these guys are like fucking quiet, man? I'm like, nah, man. He fucking Chewy looks like a party guy. He's man. fun, dude. He's yeah. a fun guy, and he's, you know, they've been in the business for so long. It's you know, and then the mom Margarita was Margarita. ahead of La Ley, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so, so he brought up Margarita right away. And yeah, like, she oh, was. Yeah. She was it, man. She, you know, she was. He big worked time. for her too. Jesse did. did. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, at Univision, right? At one of them, yeah. yeah. I don't know which one it was? Probably. But, but even that Buena? Yeah, La Buena, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just having like you know having like the whole family—that's pretty interesting to. So hopefully dynamic. we get to meet Jesse through you as well. Shout out to Jesse. Oh, choose yeah, yeah, dude, she's super talented singer, man. Yep, super talented singer. I know she's working really hard on. Um, she's got her podcast. Podcast. She's you know she's very uh, involved with you know her music and she writes her own stuff. She's a nice, nice girl, and her parents are just like the nicest people ever. So yeah. I'm, I'm fortunate to have uh, met them. And play golf with Chewy a lot, so yeah. he's, a, he's a good golfer. He's a decent golfer. Does he beat you? He probably has. Depends how many beers I have. Uh. You know, that's though is the caveat. If uh, but no, we it's just a good time. You know, he's golfing's a a fun hobby, and you meet people, you get to see how they really are. You know? You're a pretty big golfer though. Yeah, big in, in size and big. Yeah, <laughs> and not, but I do like to golf. Dude, um, I've never tried it, man. You would love it, Carlos. Yeah, you you meet a lot of fucking cool people out there, and you know you're affable. Like you know you're f- easy to talk to, and, so, yeah. and that's part about golfing. You know, you go out there, you shoot not the shit. Doesn't, around, yeah. doesn't matter if you shoot a eighty or you shoot a hundred and twenty, as long as you're having fun, man. And you get you know people think it's like an elite sport. It's not. You the the, the more there's more people that shoot over a hundred, which is not a great score, right. than shoot under. Yeah. So you know you go after work, you go shoot nine holes or something it's just regular guys playing out there and you get paired up with them and stuff and it's fucking it's a blast i like meeting people i think you do too it's a good networking thing too but it's also just fun being in you know beautiful you, landscape and yeah yeah you know trees a and lot of beer water. drinking what i heard as well somewhat yeah, <laughs> yeah. it depends who smoking. you're with but yes yeah oh yeah a lot of Smokers, smoke yeah, yeah. what know. do you shoot man i'm like a 15 16 handicaps so i shoot like low 90s high 80s so not great you know oh, but that's not bad though no it's you know not that bad. It's, uh, it's, it's, fun to play with i guess i <laughs> yeah. I, I drinks and, and i talk a lot so 
It's yeah, uh, but it, it's entertaining. Me and my buddies go out. We do trips. We go out to Palm Springs or uh, nice. try to travel anywhere to play. It's it's really, it's a nice sport. Something that, it's like a you know a little bit of a gentleman's sport. You tuck your shirt and you put your belt on. I want to show my kids the same thing. You know, like nice. it's it's fun. You would love it. Well, yeah. that was before pickleball though. Yeah, now <laughs> that's where I'm going. The, that's other, where I'm going the other white sport. No, yeah, trust me, I get shit from my dad like crazy. It's so funny. But but, but have you seen Canelo? Do you follow him on Instagram? Ah, uh, do I? Maybe I do. So Canelo started golfing two years ago. Okay, he he's good. He's really he good, can right? shoot par, I think, or he shoots like seventy five. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you Dude, see stuff like fuck? that? No, and then you know opportunities open up. Like, hey, if he comes to Chicago, do you guys want to play? It's like, yes. Yeah. So you know, it it really does. Medina, open. where are you? Yeah, and Medina's right by Talk About It. It's a half mile away. Nice. So yeah, no, it's it's a fun sport, but it's um, you'd love it. You're out in nature. You're just out, you know. That's crazy. I, I didn't played know he was. I don't know he was. Yeah, it was, that a, fucking it was a good time. You put your music on. Yeah. You're fucking jamming. Then they know when the paisas are out. You know, I have my fucking Huracanes <laughs> del Norte or Grupo Firme playing, and you know, pinches gritos and oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> oh, there's that was my there. four right there. Pinche <laughs> grito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Compa, you need another drink, man. Um, relax, I do like the way relax. David just avoided the shit out of pickleball, so I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> I told you guys not to bring That was my man. one thing I didn't want to talk about because I get roasted about oh, it. Oh, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Eric texts us. He's like, you got to talk about this, man. Oh, Eric. Yeah, yeah he rips on me. He's like, it's like an Elmhurst dad thing to play. Oh, wow. That's yeah, all, no, that's, it's, sounds like the perfect description right there, actually. It, I, you know, I'm anything that makes you move I'm around and... Burn some calories because obviously I put them right back in my system with food and beer and tequila. So it's it's good to move around, but it's a fun sport. I, I would suggest it to uh, anybody listening. It's if you like tennis or if you played ping pong before, it's it's worth it. And that's the last thing I'll say about pickleball. Perfect. <laughs> All, right. Um, All right, champ. Yeah, we did win the championship. Yeah. We did yeah. win. Yeah, we I'm won sure the Elmer championship. Me and my buddy Joe. Yeah. Um, don't wear your medal. Oh, dude, trust me. Yeah, my wife, when we, when we played football, we won. so we won like in 2002. I okay. think I brought that shit up every time I drank for like 10 years. And my wife's like, David, you have to stop bringing it up. Do you remember 2002? Yes. Yeah, my dad used to compare it to like Al Bundy. Remember from uh, oh, yeah, Married, from with, Married Children? with Children? And yeah. he'd always talk about like his state championship game and he scored like five touchdowns. That's old school. He was a Bears fan in that, right? Yeah. He was a Bears was fan, he? right? Yeah, yeah, he sold shoes at like a woman's yeah. shoe store. <laughs> you were like the uncle on uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, the guy that could throw the football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncle Rico. No, yeah. Uncle Rico. <laughs> Uncle Rico, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Immaculate Conception. Okay. And Catholic you guys won? School. We won, yeah. And so all those guys that played football with me senior year, we're all best buddies still. I oh, mean, there was shit. only, it's a small school. We probably had like 230 people. Okay. And on our football team, probably had 30. And we played schools that had six, 700 people. Wow. So we're tight, tight group of friends and go out a lot, drink a lot. Reminisce a little bit. We stopped talking about the championship. Now I'm talking about the pickleball championship. But now, but, but it's, same team, same team was that with a guy that he was our running back, all state running back oh, in high school. Shit. Yeah, oh yeah, no yeah, man, we sorry. all hang out, and you know, all of our wives are friends and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that little small school in Elmhurst went there. My brothers went there too, and nice. So we got the yeah, we got we got into like the more paisa scene, like music and stuff like that, a little bit after high school because I think I was one of two Mexicans in my whole school. Wow, yeah. Yes. I like asking people that come on here that are. Foodies, uh, like uh, I don't know if you heard the idea we had with Casamil of doing like a ch- Mexican version of Check Please, and um, it'd be good, man. Yeah, we think it would be good too. I wanted to ask you, and I know it depends. You might say, "Well, it depends," but 
Where would you go for the the, the perfect steak, man? Man, it, I've always liked Gibson's. I like it. It's just like old school Chicago steakhouse. You know, I, now they have so many of them. You know, and then these new spots pop up. It's tough right now paying, you know, 90 bucks for a good steak. But, you know, Gibson's classic. You're in there. You're the guy, you know, it, it just seems like an old school, like Gene and Giorgetti's too. Yeah. I've been to most of them. I'm not, I don't go out for steak that often, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I, I like trying the Mexican spots a lot. Okay. You know, the fine dining Mexican spots. I like yeah. to see what people are doing to elevate our food. What um, do you like there in that, in that section? Suco. Suco. I heard great things it's about Suco. It's sick, man. It's good. Carlos Gaitan. Yeah. yeah. You know, even the Bayless places I like a lot too. I think he's done a lot for our community. He's elevated. He was the guy that made Mexican food like this elevated like experience. He put, you know, he started selling food pricier, but, di- you know, he puts the work in and he cares about the culture. He buys directly from Mexico. Yeah. So I like Leña Brava. Have you been Leña there? Leña Brava. It's good, man. It's really good. No gas lines in the whole place. Oh, so shit. all wood nice. fire. Yeah, it's badass. It's, you know, so stuff like that, like that intrigues me and I like to see that. But even like La Josie, those guys are awesome. Yeah. I, I've never gotten to meet them. I, I I think they're part of the Comales family. I think they I might. I thought so too. Yeah. Um, my dad mentioned that to me, but. I like that kind of stuff. That's why we did Tequileria too. We wanted to, you know, oh, let's try to do something a little bit elevated, different. But um, Elena Tsuko, you should go for sure. It's interesting. Yeah. And he's a he's a character. He's a very good chef. But I, yeah, I go out a lot. You know, I try to, now my big thing is ramen. Have you, like oh, good ramen spots? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I haven't tried ramen yet. Been wanting to try ramen. Me neither. I have not tried it Where, yet. Where's your pizza spot? Uh, I, I I'm a Pequod's guy. I like Pequod's. I just tried it the other day. It was, it was yeah. pretty fucking pretty fucking good. That's for the stuff. Or, you know. yeah, 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 like the deep I'm dish. Crust, though. You guys got to try the Chicago pizza tour. Oh. So my buddy, he owns it. He does the tour. He's got like buses. And that's how I started getting into pizza maybe like 10 oh, years oh, ago. Oh, shit. And you hit up like four spots. And yeah. then they they pair it with a beer. Okay. And he hits you up all around. You go all around and you go to the you know, north side then somewhere downtown in the loop. And then you'll go to the south side. So, so what do you like then pizza-wise? Man, I love Lumonati's. I don't know why. Oh, I think you know, fire, and, man. you know, and honestly, they opened one up in Oak Park when I was living there, and I met Mark Milnati, the guy that owns it. Yeah. And I just, you know, he was there working his ass off. Obviously, he, I think he just sold for like four hundred million dollars. What? Yeah. But he was working his ass. This is like ten years ago. So I, you know, I'm a pretty loyal guy when it comes to food, spots that I like and bars that I like. I, you know, I don't go to many bars, but I go to the same bar pretty often. Yeah. So. I, I try to do that. I you know I find a spot that I like and I'm pretty loyal to. But you know we we try to get around a little bit. But pizza wise, Luminati's uh, in Elmhurst we got a place called Mama Maria's. It's fucking great. Just thin crust for them. Like thin crust. Thin crust is bomb. Yeah. I like Pat's Pizza for thin crust. Pets. That's pretty good. Yeah. What do you guys got in Aurora? Oh, we Shit. Don't to, we don't have too many. There's a there's a few places. There's Achin Luz. Uh huh. That's pretty good. Thin, thin crust as well. Um. There's a Gariel's. That that's pretty fucking good. Uh, but I think that's it. We really, yeah, that's one other sad for having like a hundred thousand yeah. people yeah, or man. some shit I in Aurora. Like this guy was telling me that, that he doesn't know of too many places that have like a good, like carne asada, like when you order no, carne asada tacos, it, it, like a know? like a platter or tacos. No, like tacos. tacos even. Really, Wait, that Aurora, sucks, man. Yeah, dude, there's it's just there's. so t- with the prices of meat, it's so tough. Yeah, I would say this. I've talked to other restaurant owners; they're shocked that we do this at Comales and I talk about it. We just use skirt steak, so arrachera. Mm-hmm. So skirt steak, salt, that's it. That's what you get when you get a steak taco from us. 
a lot of other places they'll start you know different cuts or even like cecina which is like a, they call it bola so it's more right. of like a it's we just use like arrachera arrachera which a lot of places it's tough because if you have to your prices have to be mm-hmm. you have to charge for it right. but so that's what it's I, I don't blame people right now. The, the the market's so jacked up, and then you know the new variants come out, and then the prices of meat goes through the roof again because mm. all these plants are getting ready to lose people to COVID. And you've seen the numbers the last like two weeks. It's getting it's trying to get back up there again. Yeah. So you know we're you're starting to lose some employees. So if you're buying Christmas uh, meats, buy them now. Like crab legs yesterday were like sixty dollars a pound. Holy 60 shit! Sixty at Costco. My wife put me on on crab leg duty for. For Christmas, I'm like, we gotta find a cheaper Hell fish yeah. <laughs> or shellfish. Like, I'm not paying sixty dollars, but it's wild. Well, there's like a shortage of uh, wings too. I heard like chicken wings, and then the oil is very expensive too now. The it's, cooking oil. It's the truth, man. And people, you know, people are shocked when they see the prices. But everything, even you know, what are people? People are making you know maybe thirty percent more than they were last year too because you know everything, everything goes up. Inflation's up. Getting getting a getting actual like disposable stuff like the aluminum paper, yeah, is skyrocketed. Hmm. Before a cup would cost us like seventeen cents a cup a lit of straw. It's like forty cents. Oh, so when people come in ordering a water, like why are you charging me twenty five cents for a water? I'm like, man, I'm just trying to cover the cost of the cup. Yeah. Bring your own cup. Still, I'll give you water all day long. But it's wow. it's crazy, you know. And that's why when I heard like Scotty talk about the pricing yeah. and stuff like that. It's you know he he confronted it head on. It's tough because people right away want to put you on blast. Yeah, but man, you're trying to make it. you know you're you're easily you could lose money in in a week if you don't adjust your pricing properly because the market's been so crazy for the last year. So he took a lot of uh, unnecessary flack, I thought, but yeah. you know it just is what it is. People, you know, going back to the culture part, right? Like yeah, the cancel people, culture. Yeah, people love it. And look at him; he's still doing fine, right? He's thriving, but you know, because he's he's sharp. He works hard. He's got it, you know. And he's he honest hustles. at the end, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it's the truth, you know. You can hide it and, you know, do stuff to with the price, but it, it is what it is, man. You want a good taco, it's going to cost some money now. It's not yeah. how it was back in the day. I love the way he broke it down to a team, man, because uh, low-key, shout-out to my boy Jesse Grandote. He was the one shit. that shared the meme. He was the one. <laughs> fucking Jesse. And, um, Jesse was the one that shared it? Jesse. Well, he was not the original one. Oh. But in our circle, he, started it. he shared it. Eek. And he just said, like... Did Scotty was, know that when he yeah, was on? Yeah. This was right before Scotty. Oh, no. And he... We, I even called him out. I don't give a shit. Right there in the quack pot, I told him, like, hey... Jesse put up this pose. Oh, yeah. Did he good? Yeah, you did. And, uh, Jesse, no, you know, Jesse's always trying to mean... stir up trouble, I feel like. That same podcast. <laughs> Jesse Yeah, is... that same podcast. Me and my brother, I've never, I never brought this up. But yeah. now that I've had some Chata. tequilas. I've, yeah, yeah, know. fuck Jesse. No, no, <laughs> just playing Jesse. Yeah, no, you know, Jesse, that, Jesse asked Scotty a question. Like, hey, esos lugares que venden tacos a Taco Tuesday, 99 centavos. Oh, como yeah. Le hacen? yeah. And yeah. I was listening. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, Scotty had a somewhat, you know... David took that one. Like, oh, oh for sure. Well, it's my fuckers? business, too, you know. But it, it is what, you know... It, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, You yeah. know, he was like, no, but who knows what they're doing, you yeah. know. But, but for us, man, it's that's our we mar- that's our marketing. We want you to come try our food. Right. We're going to lose some money on some of the meats for sure. You, can't, Tuesday, sell, you yeah. can't sell anything for 99 cents and make money on it. Yeah. So for us, we started doing that 12 years ago, man. 99 cent tacos on Tuesday. Now they're a dollar 39. Yeah. It is what it is. You're still you can eat 5 tacos for 7.50 and you'll leave full. Right. But yeah, I saw Jesse was like, you know, and I was like, "Fucking Jesse, man, why you why do you have <laughs> to do, do this, doing? man?" Yeah, yeah. No, but no. No, you know, those are good questions to ask. You know, people 
I think uh, what I, I'm sorry, I, uh, I interrupted. With Jesse, no it's um, he's the guy that's gonna ask the question that no one else will ask. No way, <laughs> yeah. right? No, you know, there's stuff that we, you know, it's interesting to to hear it. And when I heard it, I was like, yeah, no, I get it. It's tough to see, you know. And at the end of the day, we're all trying to compete for you know the, the same market, but. You know, Scotty's smooth, and he knows. You know, yeah. he's he's smart, and and you know, we we luckily that that Taco Tuesday man, it, it's it's a took on a life of its own for the last twelve years. Like we do hundreds and hundreds of cars on Tuesdays. Wow! And that's people that they try your food, then they they like it, and then they're gonna come back. So it's okay to lose a little bit sometimes because you're, you're investing. You know, you're investing. Fucking regular price, they're gonna come back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every I mean, you just have the special on Tuesday, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Tuesdays, and you know, it's crazy busy. We're like in Addison, we're doing a double line of cars, like particular. Wow. style we got people outside taking orders on the tablet and stuff like that but so you know especially in addison like we want people to come try the food once you try it, you're gonna i think you're gonna like it so for the us the objective is to get them in you know the foot in the door man you know and they're gonna come back yeah like for you you want someone just to listen to you once or twice and yeah. then and then shit if they like it they're gonna keep so it's about getting people in the in the in the restaurant yep you stay busy you know your waitresses are making tips your cooks are busy you're now now we're you know, staffing people on a Tuesday, which used to be our slowest day 13 years go. ago. Yeah. So for us, it, you know, so yeah, but I, I definitely, I was like, I heard the question. I'm like, Jesse, why you got to do this to us, man? Yeah. But it, interesting question. That's your guys, you know, that's that's your guys' job, I guess. Ask good we questions. Got, yeah. Right? Yeah, Jesse, you know, my my props to Jesse, Fuck man. Jesse. He uh, he he does say the he does ask the. The tough questions, in a way, I guess you could say. That's I like, wouldn't ask. That's that. like the old school Mexican media guy in him. I feel like, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> it is it right on the dot, no, man. Yeah, no, that's and that's the Mexican culture too, like right? The radio culture, the radio way, culture. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's okay. You know, as long as you got, you know, transparent answer, it yeah. is what it is. You know, but yeah, that was definitely uh, interesting. Salud, compa. Salud. How are you doing with your drink? I'm good. We, yeah. might, we might go through this bottle low-key very quickly. Uh, no, I don't know about the whole bottle. <laughs> it's a liter, too. It's not a 750. Really? Yeah. It does look a little bigger. I thought I was just drunk already. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting to feel a little slurry already. That's why. I mean, and this is really like the second drink or third drink. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I served myself well, like it a half a 43%. Shot. What did you say it was? It's like 44%. 44%. Yeah, so, you know, they, they're starting to do this now. Like Before, the only way to bring the alcohol down is to water it down. So oh, now they don't. So they don't want to do that. So now you know, especially with stuff like this, that's you know, aged five years, premium. Mm-hmm. So whatever it comes out at is that what? That's what they put. That's how they bottle it. Lágrimas de la llorona. Me va a hacer llorar esa hija la chingada. Tears of la. Yeah, put on some bookies right now. Yeah. Hey, pinche. You remember the girlfriend from high school from twenty years ago? Or how about bookies, man? Did you see it was the second uh, highest grossing? Concert or something like that. Tour, like tour, yeah, tour really behind, oh, behind second to Rolling Stones, I believe it oh, was. Oh no shit! Yeah, no, what that a, was across all, all fucking. Yeah, yeah, across the the nation or whatever. I mean, I just I, I grew up listening to it a little bit. We were more like banda mariachi, hmm. but I saw like everybody was at this concert, yeah, and then I saw the ticket it. price. Like, oh, I got two tickets, seven hundred each. I'm like, oh my god, it's like. <laughs> It's like that. I mean, yeah. And I didn't understand the whole concept that I that the brothers were getting back together. Right. I didn't know that part like the of it. Union part and shit. I always thought Marco Antonio Solis was like bookie it, bookie. Yeah. And then my dad's like, "Hey, no, dummy! Like it it's, the it's the band, it's yeah. the brothers." And then he dipped, and then now they're coming back together for the first time. And I mean, they sold out Soldier Field twice. Yeah, two times. I mean, that is what a like orgullo también. You know, I mean. 
I remember, and then we got slammed at Comales afterwards. I remember, yes. yeah, it was awesome. Shout out to those bookies. Yeah, thank you, bookies, <laughs> for that night. No, my, yeah, my dad's like, hey, Miko, I think we're going to get, like, really busy. Let's make sure we staff this properly. I'm like, really, Soldier Field? Like, and sure enough, people were going from everywhere, from Elgin. The rest, we have a Comales in Elgin. Yeah. Two in the morning, packed. Wow. Oh, so, yeah, no, it's... And that's what we try to, you know, even at Comales, we get a lot of like the mansion crowd now too, or now a lot of concerts at Rosemont Theater. Man. A lot. How, I mean, that's the other thing with, with uh, the, the genre, the regional. Uh, that when we started talking about um, Firme earlier, I was going to bring it up as far as progress. How about that, man? How about all these uh, regionals having concerts now? I love it. Yeah, right. You know, because before it used to just be like the Pepe Aguilar or, you know, like the, the more... Vicente. Like, yeah, singers like that. But now to have like MAS is going to do Allstate all or Rosemont Theater? Last time it was Allstate when I went to go see that. I went to see... This was the coolest thing ever. At Rosemont Theater, Recodo and Mariachi Vargas at Tecalitlan. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, doing it. They're, they're here again. Mariachi Vargas, Mariachi Vargas is, here, right? is, is, is uh, Are they here? Yeah, they're, they're about here this to do, weekend. They're about to do Rosemont. Or next yeah. weekend. Dude, it was... But yeah. they, they played together. They did like the... Like yeah, the they different, did the, the tour. Oh, man, that's it was awesome. Yeah. And we got to meet the guys. Like, And then my dad like somehow becomes like best friends with uh, Pancho, the guy from Recodo. Who, Pancho Lizarga. I see. I look at my dad. We're backstage and he's talking to this guy and like... I'm like, Dad, that's like the guy. The dude, yeah. And he told me, he's like, oh, yeah, pues estamos hablando un poco. I'm like, I don't think it's going to be with Pancho. Best friends now. Wow. I don't know. I, but And we're friendly with the guy from Vargas because he, he, my dad got a song done for Mexico en el Corazón. Okay. So we got to film that at, um, we recorded it at Vicente Fernandez's ranch. Right. Los Tres Potrillos. Mm-hmm. And so we, and the gentleman that runs Vargas, actually, he was the producer of the, of the track. And that guy's sick. I mean, nice. it was so we got to meet some people there, but yeah, my dad is in, in Jalisco. You know, I don't know how much time Recodo spends in Jalisco, but Vargas is posted up in Guadalajara. Right. Just but to see that concert here at Rosemont Theater, it was fucking beautiful, and yeah. they do it justice too. They had like beautiful screens. The audio was on point. They came out in different outfits, like every siglo. They did like different like oh shit. So like, like, like we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna play songs because I guess they were like Vargas might be a hundred years old. Yeah. And yeah, Recodo's yeah. out there it's too. Up there. So yeah. they would do like this is how we used to dress in the fifties. Oh, this that's is how we awesome! Used to, it was really beautiful. That man. is pretty awesome. And I, I didn't know they did that. Oh, it was dude. Hopefully they do that tour again. Yeah, that was, a tour. was. You're right. It was beautiful. Then we had the Vargas guys go to um, Tequileria afterwards, and they were playing the violin and nice. jamming and drinking. It was, Bro, they're here. I think they're here this weekend or, or next you see, weekend. See, my dad doesn't tell me shit, man. And he's, <laughs> man he's holding yeah, out, man. He's, he's gonna be. He knows I'm just looking for a good time yeah. to go out and drink. <laughs> like that? What yeah. the fuck, man? Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, I, and right away when I seen that they were gonna He's be at the Rosemont, I was gonna hit you up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, hey man, these guys are well, here. Let me ask my dad. What's Hopefully, up, man? oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they, I mean they're they come around pretty often. Yeah. So I'll ask my dad. We should go, dude. They're yeah. they're sick. Are they the ones you also had at the Mexico Corazón? No, we we no. I forgot the mariachi we had. You know, we try to we try to partner up with different people in Guadalajara. So one year though, you know, I think this year we might get like the femenil from Mariachi Vargas de Tecalitlan. They have a, a female yes. uh, uh, mariachi. Nice. But we've had, we've had them. I forgot where. I, I'm not sure if we've ever actually gotten them. But they 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 produced the song first and they played on the song that my dad had written for Mexico en el Corazón. Yeah. But they're just. I love mariachi music. I mean, it's like it's dope. Where does it take yeah. you, man? Where does mariachi take you? 
uh, singing with my arm around my brother, my dad, or who, like just it's just nostalgic. I don't know. It takes me back to like you know being in Mexico and yeah. So like you know even the whole pandemic, I I call myself multiple times, just like drinking, watching like they were people started doing the lives. Yeah. And then one night, Huracanes did one, and I listened. I just drank like a bottle of tequila, and it oh, was—I think it was just the missing, like the whole, oh man, we can't go back to Mexico right now. The nostalgia, or, and now we, dude, I do that mariachi too. Like that, there's a singer, Steven Sandoval. Okay. He was the singer for what, I think um, Nuevo Tecalitlan. Beautiful voice. There's uh, some YouTube videos of him singing like in a tequila cave. Okay. So his voice is like. Echoing, resonating, and it's him in a harp, dude. Hmm. It was, you, you, I don't know. It's like te sale lo pinche mexicano, you pinche tequila, tequila, tequila. Next thing you know, you're about on a half in. So the like the first couple months of COVID, every weekend, my wife's like, "What are you doing downstairs?" I hear music all the time, just jamming on mariachi, and I think it's just that. I haven't been back to Mexico, man, since it started. So I'm trying to go back, hopefully soon, because it is something como que te you miss. I, I, think I miss. I think you're completely right about the whole mariachi thing because I don't listen to mariachi at all. Like you'll okay. never catch me. But I've been to uh, the the, the in, yeah. And, oh, and it's oh, you it's went a, Which one yeah. did you go to? I want to say I went to the second one. Yeah, wanna, at Millennium. Yeah, at Millennium. And it doesn't it like fill you up with like pride? Yeah. Bro, he said he cried. I cried, bro. Really? I cried. Like remember we you guys said up. that you guys were yeah. crying? Yeah. yeah, and he had told really? me. Yeah, bro. It 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 just. It brings you together like like no other way, and I think the Mexican community period like in ways does that. You yeah, know? not when you're probably not when you're at fucking the island. We get all fucked up and start fighting each other. Yeah. But uh, a scene like that way was ridiculous. Way you could just looking around, you see everybody's faces and everybody's yeah. just fucking into it a hundred percent. That's so good to like, hear, like man. You, I appreciate like that. Like you said, with your hand around your 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 person yeah. or whatever you whoever you're there with, I got to um I actually got to enjoy it with um the Miranda family. So like Rick Miranda and all his his people and bro, what an experience way. That's why like oh. that was one of my questions. Like I'm ho- I hope yeah. you guys are bringing it back this year because I can't wait. You I'll know, be I'll be there 100%. That's this so good to time. hear man cuz all this stuff is so reassuring for us. It's a lot of work to do, man. And if and for us as a family even, you know, to start it up again, yeah. you're like shit, man. And then you, have, you you take, you know, you right now the spotlight's on the restaurants, but then you know, then you move that spotlight a little bit, you know, okay, let's start thinking about Mexico and Corazón. So these stories like empower us more because you do feel like you, I see it from the stage so that event I produce I put on that's the one my dad's like you're gonna do this one okay the feeling that we get from being up there you've had this feeling too well, you know it's my lists are different but you do feel like oh man people are paying to see my show that I'm putting on for us it's it's similar but we're doing it for free that's and it's really about part. putting on you know, the culture side. And it is like, those pedas con de baile, it's fun. I love it. This is more like, there is like a pride thing, I think, mm-hmm. that comes into play. And I feel it as orga- as an organizer, but I've caught myself, I'm a fan too, man. And I'm on the sidelines. When I, Once the last act goes up and I can enjoy it, I mean, it, you're, I'm welling up thinking about like, I can't believe we pulled this off. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe there's 20,000 people at Millennium Park on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Crazy. To see this. So, and then you see La Abuelita, the daughter, and then the other, you know, the three generations, generations of people yeah. crying. Mm-hmm. So it's empowering, man. And, and it's um, it's good to hear stories like that because you don't know, we don't know who we get to, you know. Oh, Jess, yeah. Jesse yeah. said something cool the last time on the Guac Pot about it. 
you know, for us, it's like we don't we don't know what people say about it. You know, people go to show up, but it's good to hear too because it is one of those things at the end of the day that takes a lot of time, energy, and money. Yeah. So you want to make sure that people really enjoy it, and that for us, it's worth you know that the the juice is worth the squeeze. Like yeah. you know that we're they are way they are. Oh, thank and you. I hope you guys keep no doing man. The you know I, I'm gonna let my dad know that too because yeah. for us, you know we're we're just a small little family from Melrose Park, man. So for us, you know, it really is important to hear that kind of stuff because it, any little stuff like that, just like it, it's, it starts that fire. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, cool, man. I just heard this with these guys in the Midway area. I heard this yeah. in Taco, you know, and it started building up momentum. And then yeah, you start man. to get that fire. And once mm-hmm. you, you know, once it's lit, it's, you know, we're just throwing wood on it every week, getting, you know, more and more creative. And my dad's got great ideas and we like, we, we have a good, um, Jesus, I'm spilling my tequila, getting excited. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yes. We, yes. Yeah. But we, 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 we have good ideas for not just the Mexican crowd, the first generation, but now the second and the third generation too, you know? So, um, I know he's working on it already. Um, but it's, it's awesome to hear that. I'm glad you got, you yeah. went and as soon as we get the date, I'll let you guys know we're pushing for a Sunday. Cause we, we, we think that's a family day. Yeah. We think that's a day that more people can go yeah, easily sure. without taking off of work and stuff like that. And millennium park, you know, they, they saw that, you know, there's a lot of people there, for sure. So, how do we, you know, open up and make it a little bit more accessible to our community? Because you know, it's uh, it's a family day, and that's yeah. how we want to what's, what we want to turn it into a family day at Millennium Park. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. When Bart told me, Bart told me I went to this concert and uh, because he had heard you guys say that you has had cried, and he's like, bro, I cried. Yeah. I'm like, no, stop. I'm like, yeah, I cried, and I think that in in your side, you know, I believe a big part of this fire that we all have within it's like reassurance is part of that log. It's going to add fuel to that fire. You know, once you start getting, you know, you don't need the, uh, I, everyone wants money. Yeah. But when, when it, you get things like reassurance and knowing that you're going in the right direction. It's worth more. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, and it's, especially when it's a pride thing, especially with the last four years with the rhetoric, with, or five years with, you know, all the anti-immigrant rhetoric and all that. Yeah. It, it lights it even more like, no, this is our culture. It is the banda, the, you know, all this other stuff, but it is also this mariachi, vale yeah. folclorico, and it's Millennium Park on a fucking beautiful night with, the you know, the city lit <sighs> yeah. up. So it's an empowering feeling, not for us as the organizers, but as like a community, I think. And you see that when you're looking at the people like, dude, that, this is what, we saw like, even like white people there, yeah. you know, African-American yeah, yeah. people there. That was everything. And so for them to see that, because Sometimes, you know, you just see, see or hear what you see on the media or hear in the, you know, mm-hmm. oh, okay, mataron a tal, you know. No, but this is like such a rich culture. Yeah. So for us, yeah, no, it is it is that reassurance, man, yeah, is worth yeah. its weight in gold for us because it it's why we do it, you know, for because sure. we want to make people happy. We want to make people feel proud, like proud. Because yeah. certain times in my life when I was younger, I wasn't, you know, a proud Mexican because yeah. I grew went to school with all white people and they right. had their stigma about so for me, it's really nice to start doing this. You know, well, not start, but been doing it for like maybe twelve years on the on the music yeah. side. Um, yeah, it helps you out. It 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 fulfills a need that I think every a lot of people have to connect with your roots. Yep. To feel like you're doing something for somebody else, which is the best feeling ever. I think. So um, that's good to hear. I appreciate that, man. And and it's becoming an. It's evolving into a norm, you know. Uh, it, it's not as unusual to see, you know. You guys are are creating this thing that it's not going to be unusual to be walking down Michigan Avenue and there's a mariachi playing. Yeah. I don't, when I was in the corporate America life and I was walking down Michigan Avenue and I would hear fucking jazz bands and I would hear, you know, random opera singers, and I'm just and it was fucking like one o'clock practice rehearsal. Yeah. 
and people are having their lunch and I'm just like, how the fuck does this work? Yeah. And now you guys are making it to a point where this new generation is going to be hopefully coming out of their great jobs and Michigan Avenue to go see the mariachi that you guys are able to provide and, and say it, uh, you know, very passionately say, I'm going to go have lunch at Millennium because Mariachi yeah. Fulano is going to be there. Yeah, people feel represented, you yeah, know? Man. You know, and that's what we felt when those events, like, people felt like Tomado en Cuenta, like, look, they're doing something for us. Yes, sir. And and not just for that first generation, that second generation, us, you know, so you feel like, yeah, man. And and to see to see a show like that, yeah, it, it to see a show like that, I'm sure you're more likely to invite people to go to it because oh, you know the quality yeah. of the show too where you're like oh shit I have to take people because since I've been there yeah. bro I every time I get the chance to tell people about it I'm like man I like I said I'm not even I don't even listen to yeah. you like that but being there bro in that fucking place yeah. watching this show that's ridiculous and then you look up and you see this fucking city yeah. lit up to no, a yeah. tea, like it's it's another fucking experience no, and then, bro it's and, they st- experience and even sure. that year they let us do BYOB still so people mm. take their, they, you know, they take a little bottle of wine, their tequila. Like it's nice. That's our community, man. Like yeah. you know that you know before we were you know the community centers in the basement of a church doing bailes. Now it's like to be able to do that is a huge responsibility, but it's a huge. It's como un don. Like we, if we can yeah. do it, we got to do it because it makes people like you feel that way, yeah, or other sure. people like feel it, me too. Because yeah. for us, it fulfills something. So that's really great to hear, man. I thank yeah. you. You 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 feel part of it, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, well, you like know, that. you become a promoter of it too because you know, and it's promoting our our culture, man. Yeah. You know, so it's not you know, you're, I'm not making a dollar on it. I think it costs us a lot more money than than we than we normally can yeah. even raise because we're busy running restaurants. So we do it because we you know, toda la pinta último momento a veces con cosas, but sale bien, and all you see is what happens on that stage. Yeah. But you've you're you've done back of house stuff. You know how it is. It's a yeah. you know sometimes people don't. They don't know all the drama backstage and yeah. all the que no se quiere subir el músico porque no le paga, you know, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, it's people see that show and it's you know it's it's nice to f- you feel that pride and it comes through on both sides, the back of house us and the guy, you know, the the, pe- the, the people that get to see it too. So and experience for sure, man. So everybody, listen to the Hell listen yeah. to I'm this. Gonna We're gonna fucking post it when you if let us know. Yeah, man, know? I will. Yeah. Happy in 2022. Hopefully, we can do something Fuck with them yeah. too. Fuck Would love yeah. to, man. Yeah, yep. would love to. It, actually, the Caso Mil, the guys. That's uh, they did. We did like a private event at Millennium Park, and they were like they were just starting. Yeah, and they, 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 they I got them into that VIP right? room, and they were. Yeah. So, I mean, we had like big, you know, politicians and so whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I mean, that's how far back I go back with those. I mean, it's just, it's cool because it's, and it's one of those things if, you know, cada quien se pone algo, you can make it, yeah, you can yeah. make it better and enhance it. And, you know, we're always open to new ideas too, man. And you yeah. guys are so creative with what you guys do. That I, I know that, that you know, even bouncing ideas and talking like today. Yeah. Was the you know makes makes us makes me a better you know thinker person and, mm-hmm. and even would definitely bounce ideas off of you guys too yeah. because, um, Different mindset, you know. You guys are from a different area too. Both of you are from different areas, so right. definitely when we get the date, um, we should meet up with my old man and yeah. and talk about it because I'm sure you know enhancing the show. You know, there's a lot of new ideas. Maybe slimming it down a little bit, a little tighter of a schedule, and show off our Chicago talent too, man. That's why, like Jesus Ramos, any opportunity that we have and that he has free because he's busy, he's gigging a lot. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, he's like the wedding guy now, man. He's, Is he? Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, he's got the romantic voice and yeah. Adam Sandler, wedding singer. Yeah, <laughs> he's so talented. Shout out, shout out, Jesus. I'm not yeah. talking shit because no. I just had him for a remix Summerfest. Oh, really? Fucking amazing, dude. He's sick and he plays like uh, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. yeah, no, he jams. Sinatra. Yeah, no, he's just a talent, dude. He's amazing, Jose. You haven't seen him, have you? Oh, dude, man, he's 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 on a different level, man. He he's he. he I don't know how he's not. He, he, you know, he has got a great job, and he, yeah. you know, and gigging around town, it's not a bad deal either. I mean, he he does well, um, but yeah, he's just such a talent. We're lucky to keep him here in Chicago too, because yeah. he's he's dope. Yeah, we gotta appreciate that that kind of voice, man. Him and I think his cousin is Miguel. Are you familiar with Miguel Maria Chiameca? The trumpet. Is yeah. he a trumpet player? Yeah, he's a uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he yeah. He plays everything actually. He's super talented yeah, too, man. man. He's very very good too. He's got a good TikTok too, I think. Does he? Uh, either follow. that or Instagram. Okay. But he does that, the whole, there's a trendy video of uh, people that sing, I forgot. He does it with the trumpet and yeah. the guitar oh, and so the bandolong. And they have all the squares with all yeah. the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from Regulo did that for a little bit. The uh, tuba guy, right? Yeah. Joey? Yeah, yeah Joey, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he did good with that for a little bit. I mean, it was popping, yeah. He, yeah. he got pretty viral with that yeah. shit, actually. He was yeah. doing everything, though, man. Like, But he was doing it with his mouth. Oh, Joey Calderon. Okay. Joey Calderon. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing everything with his mouth. Um, was he? No, he God was doing instruments Was it? Yeah, no, he was doing everything. instruments too, and he was singing. Yo, and you could... know what he was doing? The chord, the three, las tres cuerdas. So he would play like first, second, and third on the trumpet. It wasn't just like one. Ah. So it was all the cuerdas of everything. He was doing the whole banda pretty much. So I I'm gotta saying. check that out. I gotta check out the. Uh, Jesus' uh, cousin's TikTok. Yeah, he's super cool talented. One. He brings him around every once in a while, and I mean. I'm no musician at all, and I'm. Yeah. I just when I hear something great, I'm like, oh man, this is like, and I appreciate the shit out of people that have that talent because I have zero talent in that area. <laughs> yeah. So you just appreciate like you as a singer, like yeah. people that can like hit these notes or play the guitar and sing at the same time is like my mind's blown, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I really I'm a fan of music, and uh, and Ramos and you know Jesse and. Uh, Jose Alfredo from Madera Once. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. very unique singers. We, yeah. You know, and there's, there's a lot of great musicians in the area, you know, and then besides the regional music, too, that I love. Correct. You know, there's so much talent, man, everywhere. The guys from Revolución de Amor, which is that, like the Mana, Mana. Oh, cover. cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're awesome. Badass, right? Edgar, yeah. Edgar's on there. He's a monster at a guitar and great voice. And there, there's. Other than the regional, there's a whole bunch of. Yeah. And we're not even hitting like the hip hop area. Yeah. That I don't have too much. Yeah, me neither. Of, not, but, not local. But I know there's. I know there's a lot of up and coming because my nephew tells me, <laughs> "Oh, this guy." I'm like, I don't know who the fuck yeah. that guy is, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Um, we're glad that you uh, came on. Uh, sure. I'm very happy because, uh, you know, I, I love our therapy. I yeah. like That word. It's came up before. Um, ever since you you use it, I I compared it with other people, and and they do hit me up the next day to tell me it is like therapy. Yeah. Uh, and for us, it's like therapy every every week that we do it. Uh, with you, it's always a little bit. Uh, we've only done it with the guac pot, but I told my compa Bart, I'm like, hey, this is gonna be special. You know, I want you to like. Okay. Uh, to me, it's like I want to learn everything that I can, absorb everything from you and anybody that yeah that uh that comes on here because of the perspective. You know, everyone has a different perspective. Yeah. I'm glad that you came on here. I want people to keep listening to you. Um, th- every time that we bring you on, just to just to talk about current situations, just talk about what's coming up with you, sure. with the restaurants, and you're somebody that I, you know, if we can help out in any way that we can, for sure. Um, you individually as bringing you on and just you know shooting the shit, sure. 
or help you out in anything that you have going on from, uh, you know, from um, fundraisers to to events to anything that that we can collab together. Yeah, we are more than down, okay. and not just with this, you know, with El Guacpad, con puros compas aguacate. Yeah, um, because it, it it does take a lot of us to to be able to move a lot of things, you know, make things happen. No, man, and I appreciate coming on and that you guys invited me, you know, back to your studio to do this because yeah, it is it's um. I learn a lot from you guys too, and I learn a lot from everybody I meet. And it's really just—it's good to talk stuff out, tell people kind of what you know. You know, they they might see a small picture into what we do with the restaurants, but you know, the Mexico de Corazón thing is really big for us. Yeah, and we definitely. My dad's brought it up to pick your brains about you know how we can do it better because you know we're not. You know, at the end of the day, we we sell tacos for a living, and yeah, we we're culturally aware, and we want to do it. But you know, you guys have done shows and stuff like that too, and it's, and it is about that. How do we help each other out? Yeah, and and transparently and legitly, like with the Casomilde guys, or, and and it's we have a, a nice window of opportunity where you know between us all, we know somebody. Or Correct. some, you know, and and now we're all crossing paths again mm-hmm. with what you're doing. So th- thank you for doing this because uh, I think it puts a spotlight on on the culture, but also just meeting up again after you know maybe ten years of not seeing each other to talk about stuff that can empower our community and help us out too. Maybe you know, and I'm you know, hopefully people listen to our you know what me talk or my Somebody dad talk and you know, yeah, or yeah, you know, man. or, or want to you know go into that line of business or have you know we're always have an open door to talk to anybody about any opportunity or for advice too, if, if they you know want to take it, you know, cool, you know, but, um, I appreciate you having me on. Honestly, I, I, I like talking to you guys and, um, and definitely we should do something together, um, sooner than later, because like I said, there's, yeah. I think there's a nice okay. window of opportunity between people, you know, all the people that we all collectively know Yep, that we could do something badass for our community and to put us on, you know, even, even more. They're lining up, man. The things line up. And yeah, definitely. The and time. that's how I feel. It's Honestly, that's sure. how I feel. Even you know, with a lot of the people that you have on your show too, that it's like, oh man, I remember that guy. You know, it's yeah. it's it's nostalgic for me from doing the bailes back in the day, but also just very cool to see how everyone's you know evolved into yeah. into who they are today. Yeah, everyone has evolved in a very particular way. Yeah, definitely. I like it. I enjoy that. And we are gonna have you on, man, more times. Okay. To, to us, it's uh, I've said it with with other guys, uh, with other guests. It doesn't for for us. It's not like oh, we can't bring you on every month per se. Like for us, we want to bring you on as as many times as you can. Sure. Just to just to talk, man. Because yeah. I, first of all, I love the fact that you listen to the podcast because uh, <laughs> you know it's it's again reassurance, man. Yeah. Um, reassurance is the topic for me. I think it just lets us know that we're we're going the right way in a way. Uh, and you had people flying from Texas to do your yeah, show, man. so that's got to feel pretty that's fucking nuts. cool, you know? So, yeah. I mean, you know, it is, but, you know, it, that reassurance helps, yep. and you know that you're in the right, you know, you're going the right way for the sure. Right path. Yeah, man. And hopefully, uh, you know, we link up with other people that you guys know and, and sure. bring them on here and, and just make it a little bit bigger, right? But um, other than that, Thank compa, you, bro. What's Thank up, you. Man? Muchas gracias, la neta, bro. Um, since the fucking guac pot, bro, to me, that was a fucking huge episode. I know a lot of people really loved it. Oh, thank you. Um, the fucking amount of inspiration that yeah. I know I got from that fucking show. And uh, for you to come back, bro, and do, yeah. it, do it to us again, la neta, every time I, I get around you know, people like you that are doing something great, bro, I fucking just love to sit back and soak it all in, bro, get, get you know... There, there's always that fucking without even knowing you'll drop some knowledge on yeah. us that you yeah. probably didn't even realize that you that was worth something but to people on the outside it's definitely worth something bro like, yeah um 
with the fucking mariachi de Mexico, bro. Like, I, I hope everybody fucking Thank really you. pays attention and goes to the show, bro. Yeah. Porque es otro pedo, la neta. Thank you. Otro pedo, and fuck, yeah, I hope this is not the last time yeah. that uh, sure. you guys keep coming back and we fucking get to work together one yeah. day or something. No, and like I'm telling that. you, I, I'm and, leaving with that in my mind and, um, that, you know, what you said about Mexico en el corazón and yeah. that feeling that you yeah, got, bro. that's Otro like, pedo. you know, that gave me the chills, man, because that's why we do stuff like that. So, yeah. igual, when I meet people like yourself as well, which is our first time meeting, yeah. I soak that shit in too and it makes me feel like we're on the right path too yeah, and, it's sure worth, are, and it's worth doing and it's worth all the work and, you know, and maybe taking our eyes off some stuff that should, is important, but to do stuff like that, that that's important for somebody. There's another probably, you know, a couple thousand of you, hopefully, that feel the yeah, same way yeah. from going to the show. So it, yeah. it, it enlightens me as well. So I appreciate you guys having me on and, and yeah. shooting the shit for a little bit. Yeah, and man, I, fuck, the fact that you guys are just like going back to that, doing it for free, man, because yeah. you guys care about the culture, That that's huge, bro. That's huge, bro. La neta, so Thank you. everybody go check out that show. When it, oh, yeah. it's coming it's coming this year let me sure. uh let me let me uh just say i i want to thank you on behalf of everyone that's going to go because yeah. you know no one really sees the backside of it you know i think yeah. it's very tough and um putting on a shows like that i think it's uh it's just mind blowing and i hope people do take advantage of it uh, i want to just end off the the podcast by saying that i do agree with bart i think he brought up a great point because sometimes i think that when we're busy doing what we're doing in our life, we uh, don't realize that there's, you know, hopefully people that listen to this and are, are going to get inspired by us just shooting the shit in a way, right? And yeah. and that's our main goal with the podcast is to be able to reach the people that, um, you know, we grew up the same, we're thinking the same. Yeah, you know, here's this guy that we want to put you on with, you and anyone else that has to come on here to, like, see, see things a different way in a way. Mm-hmm. So I hope that people do pick up on it. Uh, we want to thank you. Thanks to my boy, Jose Cermeño. Yes, Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel on Compuros Compas Podcast. Mm-hmm. We're coming with the video 2022, it's so coming. we're getting ready for that. Uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And merch is coming 2022. A uh, little bit of the website's coming that's going to be all merch with all the podcasts. Yes, so we just want to put you on and all that. Y voy a hacer la pura positiva. Pick up a fucking book and learn something. Thank you.